come on Here we go again Motherfucker Yeah, yeah, yeah And welcome to the podcast It's a guess Episode 30, I'm Rob Hughes CJ Larson Welcome, welcome all, welcome one and all what the fuck's going on, CJ? <laughs> Welcome, one and all, to the podcast it's like, it's like, show. It's like the Renaissance Festival. <laughs> you kind of remind me. Yeah, for real, for real. I'm not King Arthur, and <laughs> you are not Legolas. No, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Would Legolas skateboard even, on my shield? I'm like, would Legolas even fall into the Renaissance Fair? Uh, maybe. Did you ever see any cosplayers as Gandalf at the Ren Fair? Yeah, there was the guy who did the, like, riddles shit. Remember that? Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah, he was dressed up like Gandalf. And funny thing, it's been almost a full... The answer was egg. It was <laughs> an egg. <laughs> oh, this, the funny thing is, is that we actually talked about the Ren Fair in episode 5. It's almost been a full uh, a full year of the of the, cats. Of, of the podcast. Oh, CJ has allergies. Yeah, sneezing because of cats. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and I was going to say, it's almost been a full year of us doing the podcast. Yeah. Uh, and like two more months, because one of our first episodes was talking about the Ren Fair and how we're excited that that's coming up now. Again, already. That's Holy shit. crazy. It's been a year. Fucking A, man. This started as a goddamn joke. Mm-hmm. And now we have fans and commercials and... All thanks to you and Alvain. I'll give you credit. And our fantastic listening audience. Even those of you out there that might listen, but don't let us know who you are. We appreciate the fuck out of you guys, so... Yeah. Props to all you motherfuckers. Keep on listening. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Keep on potting. <laughs> keep on potting. Oh, and by the way, I want to give a big fuck you to Crafto. You made me feel like a jackass talking about my favorite beer, Grain Belt Premium. I said it was brewed in fucking New Orleans, Minnesota. You said that I was a liar and that it was brewed in Minneapolis. Fuck you. I'm drinking it right now, and it specifically says New Ulm. That's where I grew up as a kid. Small-ass town filled with retards and old people. <laughs> you think I'm joking? I'm not. I took my friend Roger down there, and the whole time we're driving down, I'm like, dude, I guarantee this whole town is retards and old people. What do we see when we pull in? Old a people. retard riding an old person? No, old people <laughs> leading a group of retards. Oh, Like nice. a group home. But they're like 80 years old leading like 12 or 15 mentally... Mentally handicapped people, we shall say. We are pseudo-PC on this podcast. But yeah, big fuck you, Kraft. I was right. You were wrong. Motherfucker. Fuck you. So, anything going on this weekend since last I saw you, or this week since I saw you last, as it were? Uh, I don't think so. Um, pretty much uh, watched that Fear Itself show again. And I actually gave it a chance because my favorite actor in it, Eric Roberts... He's your favorite actor? Oh, one of my favorite B actors, I should say. Okay. Did you see Dead or Alive, the movie? No. Based on the the epic, filled with story video game. You watched that on demand, right? I uh, watched it on Google Video. Okay. <laughs> Same thing, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, where, uh, you know, like, you know, you ever play the video game? Where it's just a fighting game, it's just a bunch oh, of yeah. big titted Asian chicks yeah. fighting. That's all it is. Like, it's been known, around for a long time. It's known for its boob physics. Like, people only play Dead or Alive. Well, Did I shouldn't that start say people was the first only. one for Xbox? No, it was for PlayStation. Oh, okay. arcade, and then came out for PlayStation. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, the big thing for that was the, the jiggly, quote unquote, the jiggly physics. That's why they made Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, uh, 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 a production company was like, you know, Street Fighter the movie was so epic. Let's do Dead or Alive. And let's get um, Jamie Presley, the uh, blonde redneck from uh, My Name is Earl. 
I remember seeing a couple of previews for it. Because it was in theaters, right? Yeah, sort of. It was supposed to be, but I don't think it actually... Sh I mean, it wasn't wide release. It was supposed to be a theater movie, but I think it quietly came direct to DVD, okay. sort of. Okay. Like, it wasn't some theaters. I know Unless that. Unless maybe I saw, like, a DVD No, you saw trailers. No, you saw trailers. There, there were, were trailers. Because okay. yeah, yeah. it was supposed to be, like, epic. Oh, my God. It's a video game movie with... Chicks with tits fighting Eric Roberts. That's what it was. I mean, it had the story was ridiculous, but Eric Roberts was in it. Spoiler alert for if you really want to fucking care about their life in the movie. The whole plot was that he would send out invites for the Dead or Alive tournament and it had all the characters from the game. So if you're a big fan of the game and its intricate story, you were pretty much fan winked in this one. Mm -hmm. And his deal was that he was Eric Roberts. He was basically playing Eric Roberts, the bitter brother of Julia Roberts. I mean, that's all it is. It's just he's just bitter, and he's been <laughs> in the best of the best. One, two, three, four, five, eight. I mean, yeah. all the best of the best flicks and whatever. And the government or some military thing had these sunglasses you would wear that when he put them on, he instantly learned, like, all forms of jujitsu, like the Matrix, but sunglass form. <laughs> so the end of the movie is, like, him doing these crazy-ass, quote-unquote, like, jujitsu-type fucking kung fu shit fighting these chicks. It was fucking redonkulous. It was horrible. But uh, I had great uh, memories of him in, in Best of the Best movies, and I was like, beer itself. This this show sucked. We talked about it, but goddamn, it's Eric Roberts and the guy from The Wire. I made it through 25 minutes. <laughs> Once they showed the house that yeah. was vacant across from the multi-million dollar mansion. He'll notice a van. He's always looking for vans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My husband's cheating on me. You must watch him. Which was funny because it was Libby. From yeah, it was Libby. So yeah. she dies and... Oh, spoiler! She dies and lost and now is on Fear Itself on fucking NBC. But yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Like you, like you said. Well, I'll park a van. Well, no, he'll he'll see a van. Well, that's part of my business. Well, how about this abandoned house across the street? Perfect. Well, he's an alcoholic. Um, I didn't watch the whole thing, so what I gathered was that he was on a cop force, but then something happened because he never used guns. And that was a big. You know, I kind of lost point. interest towards the end. Oh, okay. But basically, and I I could be wrong. Did he a kill a kid? Of this, but well, okay. Well, his dad killed somebody with a gun. With a gun. And he like, I don't know, I don't know if he like helped kill him or what, but he like helped bury him. And that's like, why he didn't use guns. And I guess yeah, okay, that okay. freaked him out. Did or you notice the intro? Remember the, the, the intro with the guy that was tied up, and he's like, "Tell me where he is," and I'm, he's slicing him up. Did you notice who that guy was that no. he was slicing? That was a one, Mister Jack Noseworthy. From such pinnacle series as old school MTV shows, the asshole boyfriend in the Brady Bunch movie. Um, if you if you lived in the 90s and you watched any movies or TV shows in the 90s, here's from SFW. Chances are you know who Jack Knowsworthy is. You might not recognize the name, but if you IMDb Jack Knowsworthy, you will see his epic list of of Oscar winning movies. And he the was Brady in The Brady Bunch movie's hilarious. Oh, I love the Brady Bunch movie. Fucking hilarious. I love the fucking... Oh, he's... Uh, the blueprints he's trying to, like, sell. It's, it's the same it, house. house. It's always the same house, like, but, like, a gas sign. station. Yep. Trying to make it... Yeah, that's funny. See, and that was the thing that... On a weird fucking tangent, that was the first type of... We're gonna remake an old 70s show and make it relevant. But the best part about that movie was that they kept the people... In the 60s? In the, in, in the 70s or whatever. Yeah, and, 70s. and it was, like, one big tongue-in-cheek movie which for me worked i loved that movie i remember <laughs> seeing that in the theater and i and i we just it watched was, it, it was recently. hilarious gary yeah. cole it's still really funny gary cole as mr brady and his little 
and his little his pep talks that never made any <laughs> sense. And and then when you're family, you always have somewhere to go, and you know, family and family, and like they had Carol Brady just looking at him like, what the fuck? And they always said I had sex, but then somebody would come in, and yep. they had uh, Ben Stiller's wife as fucking Marsha, and <laughs> great shit. But yeah, so in Fear itself, you know, we we, we it was after uh, Last Comic Standing. Which uh, you know, set Minneapolis last night. I missed night. Last Comic Standing. You didn't watch it? Oh, it no, was uh, the it. Minneapolis ones. I was it, sleeping. Oh, I was asleep. You, you were taking your cat nap. Taking a nap because you're a cat and you're half man, half cat, I half am panda. Half, yeah, <laughs> there is half, cat in there too. There, there yeah. is some cat in there. Some some yeah. house cat. But uh, yeah, so Last Comic Standing set Minneapolis, the Acme Comedy Club, and some really fucking funny people. Uh, they had some chick from Wisconsin that had the uh, the hardcore Leslie accent, which uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Oh, don't you know? Which cracks me up, and that was her whole stick. It was pretty funny. But anyway, so, you know, Fear Itself was on, and I'm like, well, I have to watch this. CJ just went on and on. I want some good material for this podcast. I made it 25 minutes in, and this is with Jack Noseworthy, Eric Roberts, Libby, the guy from The Wire. No, dude, as soon as they showed the house, as soon as they were like, this is an abandoned house across from this mansion that has tattered windows and spray paint. I'm like, that would never, ever happen. Right cheap, off the bat. Cheap special effects. I didn't so even see that. Cheap. I mean, was it really that bad? Yeah. It was that bad. So, okay, now, I watched it, and, like, he was, he had the big, um, the big, uh, the, um, uh, the satellite dish type thing for listening. The spy tech. Remember when you were a kid? <laughs> yeah, that was totally spy tech. Remember when you were a kid? I had. I was talking to Leslie. I had like the, the sunglasses with the mirrors on the ends. So you could see behind you and like the, <laughs> the invisible marker. And I was like, I'm a fucking spy. I'm James Bond. I'm going to write notes that no one else can read unless you had the black light. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, he has that thing and he's listening. And he's like, holy shit, guy from the wire. There's someone up in that window. And he's like. No, no one went in the house. And then he started hearing voices. So was the house that he was in haunted, or what was the? I kind of some kid die, some kid get raped, fucking. Well, yeah, there was something about. It was like uh, it reminded me of Stir of Echoes for a minute. For a minute there. Yeah, I don't know. I think I kind of missed that part. There was a chunk in the middle where I think I was like not paying attention. I gave it something else. Yeah, I caught the beginning. Some of the middle and then the very end. I just thought it was funny how he's against using a gun, but he has no problem slicing then, the neck. Alert, well, the end, like, he, like, so she's trying to bait him into killing her at Libby? the end. Yeah. Libby's trying to, wait, wait, okay, well, crazy. You gotta kind of explain this a bit. Okay, so Libby hired Eric Roberts to spy on her cheating husband. He was doing it, but then all of a sudden now, was it a ploy? It's because of the whole thing where, like, his dad killed, like... I don't know if it was related. her husband. Because ah. that house that she was supposed to be in is actually, like, vacant. Like, nothing's in there. Wait, when the he house? Goes in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, the vacant house that he was in. No, the other no. house. Oh, the, the rich, rich house was vacant? Yeah, he, like, breaks oh. down the door when he, like, hears something he's in looking, there. Yeah, yeah, because he saw the light on and shit. And yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was vacant? Yeah, there's, like, it was nothing. a big, like... Well, there's, oh. like, it's not, va- well, it's not, like, vacant like it's been abandoned, but it's, like, there's, like, yeah. for sale. Like, there's, like, uh like pamphlets and shit for people to buy the house when he goes in there but then yeah she like ends up baiting him into like killing her and he doesn't because like I guess you know he's like I'm doing the right thing by not killing you and then his partner busts in and like shoots him shoots him this whole like ironic thing he's like oh my god I didn't know that was because she like screams for help you know and then the partner comes in and kills him. And then she's like, ha, 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 I still got you to die. So he didn't use guns, but he died by a gun. Well, that's right. Go NBC and fear itself. It was just shitty. Like, I was just, I got confused. And I missed a little bit in the middle. And I'm like, uh, whatever. Dude. I kept watching this because I was, okay. you know, whatever. If you keep watching this because, you know, you don't have cable. <laughs> like you said, that's fine. I get it. Yeah. 
please give Supernatural another try. You know, at least, just, at least yeah, in yeah. Supernatural, you have characters that are. It's not just one off. Well, it, it is essentially one off stories, yeah. but with the same characters, and it's actually good, and it's actually oh, yeah. gory, yeah, and I'm you sure. actually, it's actually, and had good music. Give that another I'm chance. I'm sure it's definitely better than that. Yeah. It, it, no, it's way better. Like, like I said, I gave it, to, and I was like, I'm a huge Eric Roberts fan. Like honestly, I love that guy. I'm just like, dude, you got the short end of the stick. You know, if Quentin Tarantino could just fucking give you some script where you could act your ass off, you would be a badass. But yeah. unfortunately, you're stuck in these shitty direct-to-movie or direct-to-movie, direct-to-movie movies, <laughs> direct-to-DVD uh, uh, flicks, uh, and even Fear itself. Like I said, you know, 25 minutes in, and I'm like, I'm I'm bored. Well, just like you know, what I want it to be is like, um, did you used to watch like the the new Twilight Zone stuff with Forrest Whitaker? Yeah, with Forrest Whitaker as uh, Rod Serling. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, new. Some of those were good. Yeah. Not as good as the old. The originals were awesome. Oh no, I no, love but, but the there were some of the new. Well, actually, there was two different new twi- new Twilight Zones because there was one. I remember back one. in the early nineties. Yeah, is that the one you're talking about? I remember one with Forrest Whitaker who 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 that would was later, wasn't it? I don't. I think it was the nineties. I don't think. Are you thinking, wait, wait, hold on, 90s, stop. Are you they? thinking of the Outer Limits redone? Because there was no, there was there wasn't two, two different Twilight Zone ones. There was not. What? They had the Twilight Zone for the nineties or whatever, the the next gen, and they had the outer like limits. Early nineties? That next was Forrest gen. Whitaker? Not the early, well, how early are you talking about? Ninety, ninety one? Ninety six, ninety seven? Forrest Whitaker. That was there was Whitaker. only one new Twilight Zone, and there was one new Outer Limits. Like yeah. they tried bringing them both back for yeah, the new generation. I, I know the new Outer Limits. Too. Yeah, there wasn't two different Twilight Zones. Unless I'm thinking of yet another one that was another like that. Shitty, you know? Yeah, another shitty. There was like serialized. Tales from the Dark Side. That was another Tales one from the too. Crypt. But there was also Tales from the Dark Side and Tales from the Crypt. I remember the Tales from the Dark Side movie. That there was totally a TV sucked. show too. That oh. was really bad. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but the there was an episode. Okay, there were some good episodes of the. Um, new Twilight Zone. Like, do you remember? Did you watch it back in the day? I remember. Okay, here I'm gonna go off my tangent. I remember one episode, and I believe it was New Twilight Zone, Twilight Zone, and not Outer Limits, which had. Um, do you ever see the movie The Stone Age? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you remember Tack? That ditchweed man. Do you, the Schnapster. Yeah. Bing. Do you remember Tack? <laughs> uh, like the the the. He was, was, I forget who was. He was the not one of the main, guy. He, he was one of the. He was the one that had the older brother. That that uh the, the the metal guy and the redhead guy, you know, they were trying to score with the chicks. Yeah. They're like fucking tack. And like tack was like the big joke, like fucking tack, and like tack was just like this. So he was like the third guy. Yeah, he, he was just like not the getting, two main guys. He just guys. kept getting shit on and like he was trying to be whatever. Anyway, his uh, I believe his name is Clifton Gonzalez in real life. He was in an episode and he was a race car, like a fast and the furious guy, and he had cancer or something, and he was racing, but he died. But then the whole episode was him reliving his, but his last car got race. Cancer. Seriously, it was just like I'm watching this, going, "What the fuck is this?" I was not. And a Charlie fan. shows up and he's like, "I got cancer." <laughs> Where are we, guys? No, I just I wasn't a fan of the new Twilight Zone. It wasn't. I don't know. It just tried too hard. There was a couple episodes I liked a lot, though. I love. There was ones. one that was, um, I believe it was Twilight Zone, um, the Shadow Man one. You remember that? Uh uh-uh. uh. Was uh the Shadow Man from underneath like this kid's bed, you okay. know? And he's and the Shadow Man comes out like every night, and remember he's like, "I'm the Shadow Shadow Man." No, no, this is like this like shadow on the wall appears like from out from this kid's bed, and he's like scared shitless. Yeah. And the Shadow Man every night says like, "I'm the Shadow Man from underneath." your bed and I, as long as I live underneath your bed I will not hurt you 
and like all and these kids are like dying destroyed. in the neighborhood like at night yeah you know like so there's like this curfew and shit yeah and this kid's like well fuck I'm not gonna get killed by the shadow man because like he's monsters. under my bed yeah so he goes out and Mandel. he's like you know he's like I'm not afraid of the shadow man you know like to all these like the bullies and shit they're messing with him and the bully is like uh what I, oh yeah that's right the, so the the shadow man comes like in the park and there's like the bully and the kid and the bully's like oh fuck you know and like runs away and the wait shadow so man, the shadow man's out underneath the bed he's like in a park now well that's like so the shadow man comes out and tells this kid and he leaves he like tells this kid like I'm the shadow man from underneath your bed I won't hurt you and then as but l- since as long as I'm underneath your as I live underneath your bed during the day okay and at night he goes out and fucking kills people and shit but then he always comes back to underneath this kid's bed yeah okay. So, one night, like, the kid goes out, he's like, I'm gonna fucking, you know, show all these bullies, you know, that I'm not afraid of Shadow Man, because I know he won't hurt me. Yeah. So he goes out into the park, and there's, like, bullies and shit, and, and, uh, the Shadow Man comes, and, like, he's, like, standing right behind the kid, and the kid's like, yeah, that's right, you know, I'm not afraid of Shadow Man, you know, and the bully, you know, runs away like and shit. Out. yeah. And the Shadow Man doesn't, like, chase after the bully, and then, uh, the Shadow the Man, like, comes closer and closer to the kid. And the kid's like, you said you wouldn't kill me. And he's like, I'm the shadow man from underneath someone else's bed. <laughs> and I'm like... different shadow man. Different shadow man. And I'm like, oh. when I was a kid, I'm like, that's clever. I like that. That was good. I can but just even see, better. I can just see you as a kid going, hmm. That is very clever. Yeah. Hmm, clever. Different shadow man. Very different clever shadow with man. the shadow man. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. yes. And then uh, another Mr. episode Belvedere. that was even better involved a retarded kid. Of course. Uh, I, I wish I, I know you haven't seen this one but I wish, wish you I had did. yeah because this is the most ridiculous episode ever so there's, there's this retarded kid right who has the ability to like look at a magazine picture and say and he holds his hands together and he says bring and when he says that whatever is in that magazine picture like appears in his hands so his parents would be like you know bringing in pictures of stuff that they'd want you know like money and like shit for the house and food and stuff like that and uh like the kids kind of like got like down syndrome kind of type thing you know so it's kind of like twice on the movie with the kid that like uh, his parents were like afraid of him because he could well not really afraid but he could like bring Send anything. kids to the corn field or yeah, yeah, whatever yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, well, anyway. it was that, that that wasn't maybe no, this the, was the movie really the movie was the kid he wasn't he wasn't re- retarded oh okay he was just like this creepy little kid that like his whole parents his whole family like bowed down to him but this didn't involve them bringing him like magazine pictures no no, like, no okay so no. this is probably maybe a takeoff on that or yeah something. okay 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 yeah so anyway, like it sorry. was something he had to like see and like a magazine picture they like cut out you know you know what this so he would see him. it and he would think about it and it would happen but he would say he'd hold his hands together and go bring and then like and just like that bring and then it would like appear in his hands Oh my god! So like, I have a field. It's all good. Yeah, exactly. So you know, and the parents are all good with this and whatnot. And then one day, they take him to the doctor, and like he somehow gets a hold of like a medical magazine. Oh no! Like and brings it home, and they're like, and all of a sudden, like uh, one of the like his parents has like this like starts like shaking and like bleeding. Yeah. And like dies like in the like chair. Mm Mm-hmm. And the other one goes into the room to see what's going on. Yeah. And the kid's sitting there, like, with his back to the camera and, like, holding something, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, a, and it shows, like, he's got, like, his father's, like, heart in his hands, you know? Because he, like, looked at the medical magazine, saw a picture of, like, a human heart and like, said, bring. Bring! Bring! And it's, like, beating in his hands, like, pulsating with blood, and he's just playing with it. Like, yay! Nice. 
It's good times. Oh, that was a good episode. When you're a kid, you're like, that is clever. That is clever. That is clever. It's even better than the Shadow Band. <laughs> Brilliant. Spring. Shit, man. No, unfortunately, I never really gave those a chance because I was so, uh, like, in, in with the X-Files. And I'm like, well, fuck Twilight Zone. Brr. Yeah. It's got Scully. Does it have Scully? No. Aliens? No. Fuck you. You're dumb. I watched all kinds of shit, whatever. I didn't have well, yeah, you know, like, whatever. You were raised TV. by fucking TV. Yeah. It'd be uh, scary to, like, fucking dissect your brain. Put your brain in, like, a uh, cane bot, like in Robocop 2. And you would just be like, you <laughs> would just be spouting random fucking catch lines and shit from shitty ass TV shows from days gone by. Yeah, like uh, punchlines to uh, like small uh, wonder. Like <laughs> when UPN first became a network oh. and they unloaded all their like sitcoms. And there was one called Pigsty. What? I used to watch that. What the fuck was that about? Homeboys in outer space. What? What? Dude, I did not know. No? None of these were gonna bell? No. I, I uh, must have been out doing drugs or something. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was at home like, yay, homeboys in their space is on. Bring! The most, like, just, like, horrible, like, like, just, oh, it was so bad. Dude, yeah, I don't remember. They got, like, the spaceship, it's got, like, you know, like, a system in it, you know, like, bumping, like, hip-hop music. And from, it was like, serious? The I mean, was it like Earth Girls Are Easy with Jim Carrey? No, it was a really bad, low-budget comedy, like sci-fi comedy. Wow. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Wikipedia, that shit. I'm sure it's. Oh no, I'm I'm not doubting your memory, dude. You have like a memory of a fucking cougar or something, an elephant. You like you remember (laughs) only when it comes to like movies and TV. Not even movies. Bad movies and bad TV. Yeah. It's never like. And I'm not like I can give you the actor's name for this or that. I can give you like the plot line to like the episode of Saved by the Bell where the fucking. Like Russian chess master comes I in. Remember that? That's not Peter. That's a faker. Oh my fucking god, dude! <laughs> and then Screech is wearing the fucking uh, yep the Bayside Tiger outfit, and they put like what was it like itching powder? I think yep. in the outfit, and then he does like he starts doing like backflips and like you know it's not him doing it's all like kinds of like crazy like the, uh, the gymnastics. Stunt, the stuntman in the suits like this is my big break. <laughs> Some casting director is gonna see me in this and is gonna hire me for the next Hollywood blockbuster. Now he ends up being a fluffer in some fucking gay porn. Uh, that's funny. I had to bring up Save by the Bell again. What's your favorite Save by the Bell episode? My favorite one? Okay. Or well, most memorable. And we, and okay. But my, 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 well, obviously the caffeine pill one. Right. Because that's right. just, I mean, that's just ingrained in my head. Okay, other than that. Okay. Because that's, the, you know. the, 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 uh, the one where, uh, what was it, Johnny? I want to say it was like Johnny Burbank. It was some, like, uh, actor comes to Save by the, comes to Bayside High School because he's doing a new movie and Zach Sounds and familiar. everybody is like, Dude, you're awesome! Oh, and, I know what you're talking on. about. Yeah, and everybody's yeah. like, he is so the cool. The after party, right? And they go to the party, and like, you know, it's a big, it's yeah. a big Hollywood affair, and he brings out a what? A joint. Oh shit! And they're like, no, you don't want any part of this shit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was Tim Meadows essentially from fucking Walk Hard, but yeah, the big thing was like at this huge Hollywood party. Is there coke? No. Heroin? No. Ass to ass? No. <laughs> a fucking joint. A joint, and Zach is like, "Dude, you're my hero. You do drugs? No!" And he leaves, and Kelly's there, and oh my god, that one I remember because I love that one. The uh, the drunk driving episode with uh, I believe it was Lisa Lisa's father's convertible car. Well, they gotta fix it. Yep, and yep, it yep, work, yep. Or... I remember that one. That that one cracked me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think honestly, my favorite, and we've talked about this one, was when uh, 
huh, there's an oil, uh, there's a, there's a whole <laughs> surplus of oil yeah. underneath the fucking football field, and yeah, I'm gonna be rich, oh my god, it's gonna be all over the ducks, and now it's a big <laughs> fucking environmentalist episode, which is hilarious, because we just watched There Will Be Blood on, uh, on Blu-ray, we, I, you know, we had talked about it, like, probably, like, seven or eight episodes ago, where you saw it in the theater, and I'm like, I'm gonna wait, and you had said, uh, I remember you saying that, like, you know, it was, it was a good movie, but there was a lot to think about, so I'm like, I'm expecting that I'm watching <laughs> I this. I want to fucking, like, edit those two together now. That episode of Same with the Bell and There Will Be Blood. Oh, seriously? <laughs> like, fucking, like... I'm in the oil business. <laughs> <laughs> like, talking to, like, Zach. <laughs> I do oil. I'm Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, so I, we finally saw it. Spoiler alert, I guess. I'm just going to put a spoiler alert here. I'm, I want to talk about this now since we saw it. Uh, picked up on Blu-ray. Paul Anderson flick. Uh, really well shot. It looks fantastic. I fucking love Daniel Day-Lewis. Uh, that dude is just epic in every fucking movie. I mean, this, Gangs of New York, uh, Last of the Mohicans. Uh, just, I mean, awesome, awesome character actor. Like, he lives the part. Like, you watch this and you're like, you, you forget that he's acting. Like, he's just epic, right? So then there was the whole Oscar thing, this, and No Country. And we saw No Country and I loved it. Now, I'm, I'm going to come off as just being a fucking douchebag. I honestly was not that big of a fan of There Will Be Blood. Uh, very well shot. I mean, we were totally interested. I the end when it hit, not a not, not a fan. I didn't like love it to death like most people do. It was a it was too but long. But I can definitely appreciate it for like the cinematography. Thank you. Exactly. The it was a very was well awesome. made movie. Yeah. Very well. Did I connect with it? No. I loved it until the end. Spoiler fucking alert. Uh, coming in at about 25 minutes or so, spoiler alert, uh, the whole Paul Dano character, the televangelist, well not really televangelist was on TV, but the, the, the hardcore evangelist, and the whole twin, the identical twin brother angle, where there was one, there's one or two mentions of it during the movie, but then at the end it turns out that they were separate characters. Didn't like it at all because so the I, preach the, the preacher guy was not the same guy that he first met in the beginning, same actor. It, they were supposed to be identical twins. Identical twins. It was, doesn't I, make any sense though. It does because they do mention it, but and but they, they do mention it. And right now the names of the characters are escaping me, but we'll just call them you know Paul and Eli. I'm just gonna call them that. The guy in the beginning when he came to when he came to Plainview and was like, "There is oil here. You give me this much money." Um, and you know, I'll sell it to you, and he's like, "All right." And then you know, Plainview goes to the the farm, and uh, the guy, and then you know, Paul Dano's character, the tell the, the evangelist guy, was like, "My name is Eli." And then there was a weird look, and he's like, "Wait, okay, I've met you. Why are you telling me this name is your name?" And at the very end, when he's like, "You know, fucking Paul, he made all this money, and he's a fucking oil magnet. And what are you? You're a false prophet." And da 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 da. Then he ends up killing him. According to Paul W. Anderson, Paul Anderson, whatever, there were it was actually a different actor. They were actually gonna have a different actor as his twin brother, but something happened where Paul Dano played the same character. It was his twin brother. There was maybe two or three mentions in the entire movie, and then it was supposed to be this big fucking twist at the end. And when I first watched it, you know, it ended and we're like, I was like, I don't get it. I and I'm I'm totally admitting this. I mean, the first time it was three hours. I'm just like, I don't get this movie. I went straight to Chud. I started reading through the release thread, and people were like, Yeah, that was, you know, they were twin brothers, and here's the interview, and da 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 da. It was the same character playing twin brothers. The church guy was completely separate from the guy that you saw in the beginning when he sold the land to Plainview. Completely 
fucking separate. Uh, which would have been fine, but there was honestly, if I remember, I mean, I've only seen it That's once. It's confusing though, but where is the break between the two different, like, it, twin brothers? There's one scene where they're at the dinner table after Plainview slaps him, and he's covered in mud, and he's sitting there, and his, you know, the, the guy's dad's talking, and he's like, Mah! he starts like, you know, he jumps on him and starts yelling at him, like, you sold the land, or, you know, Paul sold the land, blah, blah, blah. And me and Leslie were like, fuck, is he split personality? Because he, it, it's him that you, the character, you, the, 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 the actor that you saw, but he was like saying that, you know, so and so sold the land and you're an idiot and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, holy shit, he's a split personality. So one part of him's like, I god, like, be gone, demons. And the other guy is not. Well, at the end, it cements it. They are identical twins. He's like, your brother went off and he owns all these things. And what are you? You're a false prophet. Say you're a false prophet. I'm going to kill you with a bowling pin. I mean, I love that whole scene. But to me, they didn't... Like I said, I feel like an idiot. I'm going to come I didn't off. get it then. I guess I'm an idiot too because I had no idea. I mean, I've only seen it once. I, mean, I still thought it was a decent movie though. No, it is. it is. It is good. But to me, I loved No Country a lot better. I, I, I mean, I love so No Country. So slow, though. Really? I loved No Country for Old Men. I fucking love I would have a lot more patience movie. for it, for watching, like, the slow pace of it. At least, especially, at least in the but beginning. But you didn't think There Will Be Blood was slow? For me, There Will Be Blood was, I mean, it was awesome. Like you said, cinematography, music, But like I'm saying, acting. though, here's the difference, though. As slow. far as getting through the two, I saw There Will Be Blood in the theater. See, yeah, okay. I watched uh, No Country for Old Men on my, like, crappy non-HD TV. Yeah. And, like, when there's all those, like, sweet, like, panoramic shots of the desert and stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it looks great on HD. Oh, it's on fantastic TV, it's on Blu-ray. like, eh, it looks all right, I guess, you know. Well, see, for me, like, for, we watched, once again, um, I really can't make any excuses, whatever. Maybe I'm just not a hardcore movie fan, cinephile, whatever. That's, I can deal with that. I'm an idiot, whatever. But, I'm not. I mean, I'll admit I'm not a fucking, I mean, for me, though, uh, like No Country, I was, I'm new not a yeah. But for, new, for me, No Country, I was enthralled the whole time. I'm just like, holy shit, this movie is fucking epic. God damn, I love, I love the way it's shot. I love the way it was written. I love, I mean, everything. The actors. There, and, and, and that movie was like two and a half hours long. Watched it straight through. There would be blood. We had to split it and watch it in between two nights. Because I'm just like, granted, we watched it on a Sunday. We started at like, you know, eight or nine at night. And... I'm just like I'm falling asleep, not because it was bad or boring, just because it, it's a very intricate movie, and I love that period of, of our history, like how one guy could be like, "I will give you a thousand dollars for this plot of land," and mm. you're a poor farmer that grows beets. You will take this money, and I will become a millionaire. That, that was I love that, and how the end, his kid split away. I mean, it was a great movie, but for me, it just left me empty at the end. Uh, I'm not sure if that was because of the choice. Like you said, you didn't even know that they were twin brothers. No, I didn't. I had no idea. And, and, and me. I mean, unless I was lied to and I read into it wrong, or people on you know people I had read the interviews by even the director was he was lying. They were supposed to be twin brothers, and one you know one was the uh, the false prophet, and one was the. What are the credits lists? Uh, it's that the same one guy. I, I don't two. even know Paul Dano. I don't. I didn't even watch the credits. Like we mm. watched it in the end, and I'm like, all right, done. Um, uh, like I said. I, I don't know. I personally, I love No Country a hell of a lot more. Twitch its own. Yeah. Both greatly, like I said. I mean, I'm not slamming. There will be blood. It was fantastic. Was it as good as? Was Holy it? Was shit. it as like, good as Magnolia? And be like, well, it sucks that we got two like epic movies like that in one year. Mm. You know, it's like shit. We should be lucky to have like movies that are actually like well thought out and have like amazing soundtracks and 
fucking badass cinematography and shit. Because, I mean, especially with uh, No Country for Old Men, like, I thought it looked fucking awesome with the desert scenes and shit. And same thing with, uh, with, uh... Well, There Will Be Blood was just so dark. Like, the way it was shot was just like, holy shit. Like, it had it almost just... like that, uh, like the music... Um, the music was haunting. Reminded some me of, those, of uh, almost like the beginning scenes. of Beetlejuice, you know, like <laughs> the, the Danny Elfman soundtrack. Yeah, the... he was waiting for a sandworm to come up and keep playing <laughs> you. Well, seriously, because well, at least the, the beginning part, it's got the crazy like uh, the violins and shit, you know, that just reminds me of Beetlejuice. And just in the, in the way the violins just keep like amping up and amping and amping, and you're just like, what's gonna happen? I mean, it was yeah. seriously like almost a horror film. Yeah, it was. And like I said, fantastic movie the way it was made but for me it just it didn't it didn't engage me as much as no country and i'm which maybe is fine. i'm a simple simple man but i I'm not, want a little more like action or something it's you not know, even I just, for me it's resolution it's not even action it's just i, I didn't i love the end but the whole it's your twin brother type thing i'm just like ugh, if you would have just maybe shown and maybe because we split it up between two nights. I think it, I just didn't really care that much. I'm just for, like, wait for no country or for there will be. There will be like That's about the I characters the and first, like about like what's going on and stuff. Epic. I'm just like yeah, the first half was cool, but I'm like it's got to build us like, build into something HW? like really really crazy. You know, where I'm like, whoa, that's that's really crazy. I mean, I mean, yeah, there were cool parts, you know, when he like the guy who's claiming to be his brother and shit, like that was which cool. was the guy from the mummy. I didn't notice that. The uh, the, the creepy uh, Arab guy or whatever, the Fez. That was that guy. I don't I don't know his name, <laughs> but I thought it was hilarious. And that whole resolution was great too. Yeah. That Do you was remember great. that farm that we danced at? And then he just <laughs> fucking was like, bah. I was like, holy shit. Daniel D. Lewis, epic, epic fucking act. You ever you seen Gangs in New York, right? With oh uh, yeah, with Leonardo yeah, DiCaprio yeah. and them. Bill the Butcher, one of my favorite fucking performances by that guy. That deserves... I want a figure of Bill the Butcher next to my Jason and Freddy figure. Like, I know they're not the same, but him and that just... I mean, it scared me thinking that, holy shit. There was... I mean, that was based off of somebody that lived. There yeah. is people that ruthless out there where you're just like, fuck. How does somebody get that way? But yeah, for me, I don't know. No country all the way. Ruthless. Totally, ruthless people. Totally fucking Remember ruthless. that movie? With uh, Danny DeVito and Beck Fiddler, <laughs> yeah. and they had the duck mask. The dusk with the duck, duck mask. <laughs> From dusk till dawn. Apple pie pussy. <laughs> On that note, we'll be right back into these quick commercial breaks. So during the quick commercial break, we just decided, or I decided actually, to talk about M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong's The Happening. CJ was saying, cut him some slack. Why? Oh, because it's his first rated R film, Rob. And I'm saying, first. fuck him, dude. You're an egotistical piece of shit. You've made two semi-decent movies, uh, Sixth Sense, which was awesome the first time you've seen it. 
After that, really not much replay. An Unbreakable to me, which has been his epic pinnacle of awesomeness. Unbreakable. Oh, yeah, I love Unbreakable. Unbreakable is the best, and I'm going on record, which isn't, I'm not the only one, so it really doesn't matter. The best superhero movie ever made. The best intro to a superhero f- film ever, where I wish he'd have two more, like a trilogy, where David Dunn becomes. You know, the, the, the security watcher, guy the, or whatever. Yeah. Awesome. I fucking love that movie to death. But now we have The Happening opening in select theaters all over the country, I believe, this Friday or next Friday. Uh, for those of you out there that don't want it spoiled, please fast forward the podcast. Uh, I'm going to spoil it because fuck this guy. He's too egotistical. Well, fuck that shit because if you, um, like Mark Wahlberg already. Did he? Um, he fucking spoiled it on. Is it Conan? Um, he was on Conan the other night. I saw yeah, that. I guess it would be Conan. Yeah, Conan. Okay, so you've he seen, pretty much said what what's going what's on. What's going on? You've which seen, was the you've seen the that's trailers. what I told you. Like I kind of knew what was going on. Yeah. That's just from seeing okay. his interview. So I've 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 read. I know I'm I'm on the internet a lot because I have a job that allows me the freedom to be on the internet a lot. And I've read you know I've read uh, script reviews and all this and. Everybody kept saying that here's the big twist because if it's an M Night Shyamalan film, there has got to be a twist ending. Like, dude, get over your twist endings. The village fucking sucked. I was all ready to see that Ten until minutes in, I turned it off. Yeah, I was I ready to see it. that until I heard the the spoiled the the the, the twist. I'm like, really? I didn't care about that. I just hated the the whole thing right from the beginning. Yeah. So anyway, the happening. We've seen we see we've all seen the trailers. It looks crazy. It's fucking got Mark Wahlberg. You know, good vibrations now. It's got fucking Zoe Deschanel. It's got John Leguizamo, and it's fucking crazy. People all around the planet just start fucking killing themselves and killing other people, and you're like, holy fuck, what is happening? Uh, what is happening is that Mother Earth is pissed off and plant farts are happening, essentially. Uh, fucking, there is plants excreting some sort of chemical something that are making people go crazy because, OMFG, we are destroying our planet. It's basically Captain Planet, the movie rated R. Without the love, fire, water, without the interesting parts. Captain Planet, you're my hero. Exactly. Take pollution down to zero. He's a power's What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, girl. But uh, yeah. So basically, that's that's the big twist. Uh, it's the planet um attacking us. Whoopty fucking do. I'm a planeteer. You could be one too. Saving our planet is a thing, thing to do. do. Looting yeah. and polluting is not the Holy way. Holy shit. Human Captain Planet. Uh, what has to say? Uh. The power is yours. I fucking love it. That was like that was a Ted Turner cartoon. That was fucking <laughs> great. But uh, the tips. Oh, uh, be like save money by brushing your teeth for one you, minute less. When you buy a six pack of beer, make sure you cut the plastic pieces around it because it can kill ducks. And I'm yeah. like, I'm eight. I'm not buying beer. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't buy pop like that. Yeah, ridiculous. But yeah, What's so too bad because when I saw the uh, the happening like commercials, I was it like, it awesome. looks cool. Like, yes. Awesome. You know? I was but. all for it. And then I heard the rumor. And I'm like, dude, okay, if this is true, shit. But maybe... Just maybe it's disinformation because he was pissed off that people spoiled it. Or there's like a twist on the twist. The you twist know? on the twist is that um, a from what I've read in the, the the review so far, it's a a zombie movie that has no zombies. You're like this would be a perfect zombie movie if it had zombies. And b that Mark Wahlberg and all of them a they suck at it. They completely suck. They said they're just it's 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 like they're sleepwalking through this film, and that. The, the U.S., that you know, we, we somehow figure out how to stop this from happening. 
It's all lovey-dovey birds and yay. And then what happens? It starts happening in France, which could be dun, funny. Dun, dun. Which could be funny like we were talking about. Like, I want to see some fucking Frenchman, like you said, stabbing himself in the eye with a, with, with, with a baguette. <laughs> like, oh, 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 oh. He's wearing the typical, like, black and white striped, like, super tight shirt and the beret. Oh, totally. He's like a, a just like tight, a mime. Like little tight pants. He's got a little know? Vespa. <laughs> <laughs> like, taking a Gouda cheese. Like, everyone's, and... like, climbing up the Eiffel Tower and jumping off. But seriously, like, you see those trailers, and you're like, holy shit, and they're hyping it. <coughs> but you go to RottenTomatoes.com, which is a really good site for... It just collect. It's like a meta. It's like a Metacritic collects reviews from all over the country. It's at twenty five percent. That is hard. Twenty five percent of the reviews are kind of positive. Does a uh, movie poop shoot still exist? Uh it turned into a quick stop entertainment. That's oh really? You, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of this. It kind of turned into like it was a joke for the James Hunt Bob. But yeah. right, and, but and for a while it existed. And it was oh, like yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, and then, yeah, essentially, and it was yeah. funny, like fucking clown shoes. I mean, that's what M Night is now. Like, dude, Sixth Sense, awesome. If you didn't know the twist, that movie fucking at the end, you're like, what? Holy shit! All right, I, I'm with you, guy. You are an awesome director. Unbreakable. Fuck yes. Signs. The end of Signs is what fucking ruined all goodwill for me. I've actually really? never seen Signs. Are you going to watch it? Um, yeah, actually, I probably will God watch damn it. Because okay. everyone keeps telling me I need to watch it. There is a five... Some people there, love that movie. There is a 30-second scene that okay. if you go into YouTube and just probably type in Signs, good scene, you will see it. <laughs> where it honestly... The, almost the entire movie, I'm in the theater and I had goosebumps. If you listen to episode three and four, you know why. And I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking crazy. The end of that movie ruined it for me. Hardcore. It made no fucking sense, and it made me think, you know what, M. Night? You need to stop with this whole, I'm the best director ever, and holy fuck twist. You can rely on, you can rely on a twist ending for only so long. If your movies are based around a twist, okay, the first time you see it, awesome. After that, really? No. You might be going, oh, that's kind well, of I love pointing. his cameos. He's an awesome actor. When you see when you when you, when you when you see signs, you're gonna be like, really? A delivery boy or something? Dude, he's a main character in signs. Oh, that's not good. Dude, uh, fuck he you, act. fuck you, M Night. That's the that's he the, really should not act. He's a horrible the, here's actor. Here's the title of episode thirty. Fuck you, M Night. Shame I'm a ding dong. That's the title of this episode because you're a fucking cock. Do you remember when the village came out? Did you remember hearing about this big documentary that came out about M Night and it was behind the scenes and like they're like, he is he's crazy. He's like a fucking medium, and he talks to the dead. He's like David Blaine, and it was this huge thing. And like you watch it, and it was like just a total sham. It's it's a, it's it's like if me with my huge ego had millions of dollars and was like, <laughs> I can do whatever I want. Everybody can fuck off. That's the worst case scenario for me. Is that I would someday turn into M Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong because I just it, his ideas are it's kind of good. Begun. You know, fucking it's. Eh. I want to see Unbreakable 2. I want to see Breakable. And then and then I want to see, you know, Breakable, breakable fucking electric, electric boogaloo. boogaloo. Exactly. Yeah. But for me, he peaked at, he, he peaked at Unbreakable. Just two hours of uh, Bruce Willis breakdancing. That'd be fucking awesome with Samuel L. Jackson beatboxing as Mr. Glass. It'd be the shit. It'd be fucking epic as hell. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, I'm sorry, people. I had to spoil this for you because if you were really going to give him money, you're fucking dumb as shit. After The Village, no. No. Lady in the Water, eh, okay, Paul Giamatti, I kind of get what he was going for. I never it, saw that one. It kind of failed for me. It wasn't, yeah. I see what he wanted to do, make a modern type fairy tale type thing, but uh, 
that movie failed for me too. Honestly, for me, Unbreakable. He had his he had his you know his his, his freshman movie success, insane, awesome. Eh, after a while, okay, whatever. Unbreakable for me. I still love that movie. I'm buying that on Blu-ray in the next few weeks actually because I, I I honestly I love that flick. That should have been a trilogy. He needs to stop with all these fucking shitty-ass movies and just be like, two and three Unbreakable. You know, David Dunn, he's now a superhero. Let's see him fight some shit and deal with that because of how real it was. He had his horrible, his failing marriage and his kid. I don't know. I love that movie, like, unabashedly. I don't know. You, you're, you're a fan? Unbreakable? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wouldn't say it's, like, the best. I don't really classify it as a superhero movie. Oh, I, mean, I, I totally did. It's, I do and I don't because, I mean, it's... I mean, it's not like comic book. It's superhero, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. If you don't, yeah. If you specify it's not a com- comic okay, book, yeah. yeah it's not okay. a comic book movie. It's a superhero movie where the whole, the entire movie is the is the fifteen minutes of Spider Man when Peter Peter Parker is making a suit. Yep. Okay. So yeah. you know, so instead of instead of being like a uh, a montage, it's a two hour movie about the montage, which is why I loved it, and it was real. Like I, you know, the part like when he's in the pool. I mean, God, I need to rewatch that fucking uh, Mr. Glass. <laughs> I love Mr. Glass and his rationality. Yeah, I fucking I've been blinging down. I've been bringing down planes. I've been killing people looking for you. That is a fucking villain. Lex Luthor in your fucking real estate schemes. Take a page from Mr. Fucking Glass, blowing up airplanes and fucking killing people to find that one person who is the opposite of you. That creeped me out. It's because in his mind it was rational. He didn't know he was a supervillain. Yep. In his mind, it was, it was he had it completely mapped out that I am doing right, and that to me, supervillain. Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor, wrong. Just I can't. I, can't. I never even saw that. Re- Superman. Superman Returns. Mm-mm. You don't need to look at the, watch the trailer. You got it. Watch Superman the first movie. I saw like what Superman looked like, and I'm like, no, this is ridiculous. You know, let's go back to the tights. Brian no, Singer. Let's not go back this to is, the tights. This is this is this is this is ridiculous. I, lo- I I love our fucking podcast because we talk about movies that were semi huge like five, six, seven, eight <laughs> years ago. Yeah. I love that of us, and I feel bad for some people. They're like, really? I want new current news. But you know, <laughs> we talked about Spawn like last time for like dude, an hour. I just read that that Image Comics brought Todd McFarlane back to rewrite Spawn now. Really? Like they're like, okay, Spawn's not selling anymore. People don't care about this guy. Please come back. And I'm like, really, Todd McFarlane? Kind of a douchebag. He's too busy making like figures for and people that request and, characters and, and, and buying fucking baseballs <laughs> from Mark McGuire. Like the kid is just. I, saw, I remember. Uh, the dude is just fucking. I, ridiculous. I believe it was. I, I I could have this wrong, but I it was some MMO. I think it was Ultima Online two before it got canceled. Okay. They hired Seth MacFarlane to do it. Seth. Or sorry, Todd MacFarlane. Like, they, they had Seth fucking they had fucking Family Guy <laughs> doing Ultima. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, sorry, Tom McFarlane to uh, do their character design for their like, you know, uh, monsters and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, really, you're gonna spend all this money bringing him in to design like a dragon? You don't know what a dragon looks like. You can't just make it look a little darker and creepier. You know, like and why? chains everywhere. Like, yeah, throw chains some chains. Saliva. Yeah, throw some, some chains blood. on it. There you go. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, have a few scales coming off, and there's like bone underneath. Ooh, you know, like. What a I never waste got the money. hype about okay, like oh, so you got Tom McFarlane. He worked with Marvel, and he did some he did some iconic Spider-Man covers where you're like, holy shit! But I mean, you look at the poses he put him in. 
There is no fucking way, even if you were a man bitten by a radioactive <laughs> spider, that you could fucking pose yourself in these fucking poses. So he's like, you know what? Fuck you, Marvel. Fuck off. I'm creating Image Comics. We're the bad boys of comics. Which, <laughs> is, what, which is what started the entire downfall in the 90s. The, the, the chromium covers, the embossed covers, the you want you, you want the whole story? Buy ten versions of this entire, you know, the same issue. So you have the different covers that all go together to make one ultra cover. And then, you know, we'll fucking flate you if you get all 50 of them. And it's just, <laughs> fuck you, Todd McFarlane. Fuck you up the ass. You got too big for your britches. Yes, you made good toys back in the day. Yeah. They were like, holy shit, you can actually do, like, collectible figures that aren't statues. But then now... McFarlane, you fucking dropped. I'd rather buy something from NECA. I apologize. Just because you got too cocky. Once again, too fucking cocky. I want to see Todd McFarlane do some Dragon Ball Z characters. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be great. This fucking evil-ass Goku. Could you imagine Todd McFarlane doing, char- all over. doing characters of us? <laughs> like, he would just be fucking ripped as hell with fucking chains and, like, you just, like, just fangs in your fucking hair. That'd be epic as hell. Uh, <laughs> shout out to McMeatbag for the picture he drew. Uh, he had asked, uh, he was bored, he wanted to draw, and I'm like, you know what? I want a picture of CJ, shirtless, uh, with the body hair of Robin Williams, riding a bear, holding a broadsword, thinking, alright, okay, this kid's just gonna draw some stick figure and have an arrow going, ha ha ha, CJ. He actually drew you. Awesome. I, I, I gave him the reference of Brett Kelly. The I'm like, take your Brett Kelly as uh, the bad Santa kid, but aged. And apparently, your age in the forums says you're 30 years old. <laughs> what? Really? So he's like, I, I gotta draw. Yeah, he's like, I gotta draw a 30 year old hair uh, uh, suit, uh, Brett Kelly. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm like, I didn't get the. Re-. And I looked at your profile. And I'm like, fuck, it says you're 30. <laughs> All right. I'm not 30. And he actually drew you. I'm 26. And you're, dude, you're on a fucking bear. And the, I mean, it. it Awesomely rendered. Like, I did not expect this. This kid's got fucking skills, and you're holding a broadsword. You have Braveheart face paint. You have a kilt, and you're saying, You gonna get raped. <laughs> that is your fucking. That is your That's tagline. Battle cry. That's your battle cry. You gonna get raped. And I was just like, All right, I want Todd McFarlane to make that character. I would proudly display that with the rest of my fucking toys since I am stuck in a. Uh, Arrested Development over here. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm almost 30. I like my toys. It's not a toy. It's a picture of Jason. It's <laughs> awesome. But uh, that, that fucking, I, that cracks me up. I was just like, dude, epic. Because I'm having my friend uh, Sarah, who is a uh, insane painter. Like, holy shit. She she is one of the best artists I've ever seen. And I've known her since I, since I was 14. Like, she went to fucking art school. And, you know, she's just insane. And she's actually going to do a painting of me. On a polar bear holding an axe, shirtless, <laughs> yelling my battle cry. So I'm hoping to get McMeat bags and Sarah's, and I'll get, I'll print them out for us, and I'll get them framed because they're just, it, it, it's, it's fucking. For the epic. record, my battle cry is, I regret nothing. That is your battle cry. Um, I do like you going get raped because it's not you're going to, you gone. You gone get raped. What is that raped. from? I, I've heard that not it, only it's from like, an, like it's, it's like an you, internet, but... it's like an internet uh, uh, meme. Uh, I, I remember seeing it on Fark. It was a picture that some famous photographer took of this homeless guy, and uh, he was just his face was he had this like uh, down hooded uh, like uh, like kind of like a, uh, a hood on, um, and it was like one of those puppy type jackets, and his his face was just very weather worn and just very intense. Like it's a very intense picture. And it wasn't the intention, obviously, but somebody was like, <laughs> that's awesome. And they took it and they wrote, you gon' get raped. 
and the face he has on him is like, yes, I am going to get raped. I would not want to see you in a fucking alley because, you know what? That's the na- that's the name of this episode. Episode 30, you going to get raped. Because we'll see if we get hits. Maybe we'll get hits. We'll get some, like, fucking Chris Hansen shit up on this mix and have a seat over here, little boy. But, uh, yeah, no, that's like, a, it's an internet. It's one of those, it's like, I can't have cheeseburger. It's just something that got picked up, and that is completely overplayed, but with the picture of you riding a bear with a broadsword, fully looking like Robin Williams with the chest hair. And they, it looks like he actually, like, intricately fucking, with like a .5 millimeter fucking pencil, like, drew in each hair. <laughs> like, it's pretty epic, actually. So, props to you, McMeat. Uh, I don't know your real name, otherwise I'd give you props, but, uh... Like with your real name, but Nick Meatbag, awesome artist. <laughs> I just want a poster signed by Nick Meatbag. <laughs> like, I can see him begging like Soho, like he has like a fucking like showing and shit, and everybody's comparing Nick Meatbag to Andy Warhol. <laughs> Fantastic new artist, Nick Meatbag. Like that would just that that would make me fucking laugh way too fucking hard. But uh, that was a random fucking tangent. I don't even know where. Uh, honestly, I don't know where we fucking started with with Todd McFarlane. I don't know either. Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, Unbreakable oh, Spawn. Oh, Unbreakable Superheroes. Yeah. Spawn, yeah, Spawn. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've talked about the new movie coming out based on Sam and Twitch, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I do want to talk about something. You really don't have much to say about this. Uh, you don't own a PS3. Uh, I picked up uh, Metal Gear Solid, the new one. Uh, fucking, okay. So we all know the deal. Metal Gear Solid made by fucking Kojima. It's, you know, quote-unquote interactive movie. People bitch on it because... Well, you know, good 90 reasons. minutes of cutscenes. Well, good reasons. The, the movie, the, the story itself is pretty convoluted. Uh, I love Metal Gear Solid. It was one of my top ten games in the, the, the one of the last podcasts. Um, the Metal Gear Solid 2 came out, and it was like, what? Vampires and, and Naked Raiden, and it's all a VR simulation, and it's all in your mind, and what the fuck is happening, and it just got crazy. And the whole series is basically just the one, you know, quote-unquote, Overreaching story about the Patriots, yada yada yada. Well, anyway, all these rumors have been circulating about Metal Gear Solid 4 and 90-minute cutscenes, and that the entire game, when you actually play it, is like you know five hours or whatever. That's hyperbole, obviously. But uh, so I, I pre-ordered it at the most hated of all stores, GameStop. Uh, but mine's actually pretty sweet. Gestapo. Exactly, GameStopo. Uh, the one right where we were at today, when we were up there today, that GameStop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the people up there. They they don't. You gotta buy the strategy guide. Do you want to pre-order? There's one douchebag up there that does that. The rest of them are pretty sweet. So I went up there on uh, Wednesday night at 10 o'clock, and a lot of fucking people. And uh, this GameStop's pretty sweet. They always have like free pops, free chips, free shit, and they have games. And you can win shit. So I go up there and. Uh, I walk in and I see the same people that I waited in line with Grand Theft Auto. So I'm like, hey, I remember you. Hey, we're, we're chatting and shit. And uh, should be handing out podcast business cards. I was, I honestly, I gave two people the the website because <laughs> they're, they're I, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, my forums. And he's like, oh, I'm on forums. I'm like, oh, you should check out my forum. I got a podcast. It's about video games. Check it out. Podcast. It's a gas. <laughs> uh, but uh. So I get up there, and uh, Ultimate Electronics was sponsoring it. So they had this huge, like, 60-inch fucking flat-screen LCD, and they had Metal Gear playing before you could buy it. So, I'm, you know, we're watching some guy play it, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch this because I don't want to see what's happening. Like, what? why are you doing this? So yeah. whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're waiting in line forever, and these fucking dumb bitches from Red Bull. You, know, you ever seen those Red Bull cars driving around? You ever seen those cars? They have, like, the big, the big Red Bull fucking, like, prop 
can on top of their car. I think I might have seen them soon, like once. Yeah. Okay. Well, the street I'm, team, Red Bull street yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's their street team. They drive this ridiculous car. Red Bull fucking. If you like Red Bull, fuck off and die. Don't listen to our podcast. That shit is nasty as shit. And if you drink Red Bull with fucking vodka, be a man, man the fuck up, and drink your alcohol pure. I'm sorry, Red Bull tastes like piss. You give me this look, and I know because you drink energy drinks, it all tastes like Robotussin. It all tastes like a double Tuesday, Tuesday, I had quite a few Red Bull vodkas. Oh my god. <laughs> Ridiculous. Be a man. Do some shots. Maybe take a chaser. Exactly. Gross. Anyway, that's fine. Whatever. That's better than Mike's Heart Lemonade. At least you're not drinking that. <laughs> uh, but I did see a picture from your wedding with you. Uh, drinking with a Mike's Heart Lemonade. lemonade. Yeah. The only picture from your wedding that I've seen. I don't drink beer. I, I know. I, I know. Well, that's a different topic. Anyway, so <laughs> so there's a bunch of nerds up there, whatever, and these two chicks come in, and like they, they're dressed like whores, because they're the street team, so like... They look like, honestly, they were 17, like their tits all pushed up and pushed like up the bras. 90, the 93X like, Yes, girls. exactly. And they come in with these... <laughs> they're like really gross. Like, yeah, yeah. No, they just yeah. look like whores. And, they, and there's a bunch of... And, and granted, gamers, for the most part, aren't the most... I don't know, how can we say? Attractive type people. I'm just... I mean, it's unfortunate. That stigma is there for a reason, because the happiest people... It kind of smelled in that game stuff. I'm not going to lie. I'm not <laughs> saying I'm like fucking Burt Reynolds over here, but me and you take care of ourselves. It's called deodorant and cologne. It's called taking a shower. And cutting your hair and Ex washing your hair. Exactly. But it was, I mean, it smells. So anyway, these two chicks come in and uh, I'm talking to this dude or whatever and we're just kind of, we're joking around about the Metal Gear series. And these two chicks come in with these giant Japanese type Red Bull backpacks that are shaped like a big Red Bull can. And they're like, hey, what's going on, guys? What is this for? And, you know, the manager's like, you know, Metal Gear Solid launch party. Oh, how many people are going to be here? And he's like, I don't know, 40 or so, whatever. And they're like... They're like, oh, would you like some free Red Bulls? And like, they bring out their backpack and they start handing them out and shit. And like, you know, they ask, do you want a Red Bull? And I'm like, no. I'm like, I was kind of a dick. Because I was, a, I was in a big like ass. I I, we mix that with vodka, you faggot. I was, I was in a bad mood because I felt sick that day. And then it was, we had tornadoes that day on Wednesday. We had like nine yeah. tornadoes all around us. And I'm like, Metal Gear better be the best game ever because there's a chance I might have to utter the phrase, we got cows from Twister. Because they're like <laughs> fucking everywhere, right? So I'm like, I go off there, and then these fucking chicks come in. They're like, murmur, and they ask me, and I'm like, no. I just kind of look at them, like, no, that stuff tastes like shit. And like, I don't think she expected that because, <laughs> a, for all we know, they're getting paid five bucks. You don't an hour. like the taste of sweet tarts? Yeah. Like, what's wrong? I'm with like, you? I'm sorry. I don't. I don't have a cough. I don't want Robitussin. I really. I have it my taste like Robitussin. All energy drinks taste like fucking cough syrup. Minus, minus taste like sweet tarts. It's gross. If I want sweet tarts, I'll have a fucking sweet tart. I'm just saying. It doesn't taste like Robitussin. <laughs> if you want caffeine, be a man, drink some goddamn coffee. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, so they're passing them out, and all these people are, like, making fun of them. They're like, what do you leave? Like, really? We've been to every GameStop. And they're like, and, and the manager was like, we don't want you here. Like, it was hilarious. Like, they're just like, what are you fucking doing here? You're not going to make anybody go out and buy Red Bull because you're showing up with their tits hanging out. We just want the fucking game. Just leave a backpack full and leave. I know, seriously. Like, why are you interacting with us? We don't give a shit about you. You're fucking brain dead. And, you you know, this is your job. You drive around in your stupid Red Bull truck handing out Red Bulls. Really? Is mm. it that Xbox 3 I've heard about much about? Seriously. Like, like I want the Nintendo Play Box. Like, is that the, what this do is for? Do you have the for? Game Station? <laughs> nice. So anyway, so we... a little uh, Malibu's Most Wanted reference I was going to say, that's actually that's also a uh, Invader Zim reference as well. The portable game station. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so I get I get Metal Gear and I come home, and I've been hearing all these rumors, ninety minute cutscenes, and murmur, 
eight minute install, which was hilarious, guys smoking. And then, and then all of a sudden the intro, the most what the fuck moment ever. It was a Thai bow commercial, real people. There's a guy, looks like Billy Blanks, and there's all these people like doing like workouts, and he's like, yeah, feel the burn, nano machine. It's like, a, you know, it's a fake ad about nano machines, and like these old people, like, like they're, you're, you're watching them do all these fucking like Thai bow moves, and all of a sudden like their faces open up, and it's like a robot, and then it's like weird octopi. And like for like 10 minutes, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And we get in the game, and so far for me, I'm sorry, the game is epic as shit. Totally worth my PS3, like totally worth. Even if the PS3 wasn't a Blu-ray player, this game is fucking epic. Like I and that is true. We watched a 35 minute cutscene. 35 minutes. You're not playing the game. You're watching the story. But it's so well done. It's like you're watching a goddamn movie. Like it's just it's fucking epic. So I, I took off work on Thursday because I had all these vacation days and I played for like six hours because I'm a fucking big ass nerd, or whatever. And I'm like, this game is awesome. Woo! <laughs> Leslie gets home last night and I'm like, you gotta see this intro. It's like so fucked up. So I start a new game. Then it's a new intro. Now it's like uh, it's now it's like a, a underground bunk, a bunker, like a, a nuclear bunker cooking show where the guy's like cooking up snakes and iguanas and eating it. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, okay, I want to see the Taibo one. I restart the game. It's a different intro. It turns out the intro is a TV station. If you press the R1 button, you switch channels, and it's these epic TV shows. Like, and it's all based about the game. And it's all real. It's not it's not uh, CG. It's real people. And it's like, I mean, it's, and there was like a game show and there was a cologne ad and an underwater octopus ad because there's a big thing with like octo octopi in this game. And anyway, the game is epic as shit. Fuck you guys that, you know, you know what you're getting into. You knew that, I mean, A, at this point, yes, all of his games have been interactive movies, but with the technology, man, it's kind of failed. But the PS3, honestly, with a 5.1 setup and fucking 1080p, it's like I'm watching The Rock. I'm waiting for Sean Connery to fucking bust out with Nicolas Cage and his bad comb over. So, if you've been on the fence about it, um, and you've played other Metal Gear games, and you've kind of enjoyed them, pick this shit up. Epic as hell. I feel bad for you 360 only uh, owners. Only if you like Metal Gear games. Because I don't... I know. Because it's so funny. You're like, get a 360. Don't get a PS3. I, but the, here's... And my whole thing is... And now you're all like, no. PS3 is fucking best. No. No. PS3 is best for Blu-ray. But if, if a game comes out for both systems, I'm getting it for the 360. No question asked. Why? I've heard the a lot user of people complain about there. the well and the online. The like, online kind of is iffy because there's yeah. not a universal. I've heard a lot of people like complain about the online. There's not a universal one yet. It's not like Xbox Live. It's like every game company has their own online. So it's kind of like the Wii in that but respect. Soon, when Home comes out, you'll be able to like walk down the street and there'll be some like little kid at I'm not, and be like, "Hey, Billy, you want to play some Metal Gear with me?" I'm not gonna lie. So you both go back to your house and sit down on your couch and you play it like through. I'm not gonna lie. I can't wait for Home. Yeah. I can't wait for it. I'm like, I'm like, it's Xbox gonna be your second life. It is, and that's what it is. Like Xbox Live, your second life without like people hacking without it furries to be, like, and child porn. Up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And for me, what it is is like Xbox Live has the achievements, it has the community, which is awesome, but it's pretty sterile. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you can see your friends list and stuff. But let's just say you know, and the, and for PS3, like you know, you get one, and then you have your avatar, and I have my avatar, and you know, you want to do you want to download a, tr a demo, or you want to watch a trailer of a game, which I do all the time. I watch new trailers on Xbox, so I'm like, I'm gonna see it in HD. If I can like kind of like walk around and talk to people, and then you know, sit in a movie theater, and then it's like the trailer's there, a little more immersion. Fucking hell yeah, it's free. Bring it. And the fact that PS3 service is still free. I don't gotta pay 15 bucks a month. And it's not I'll download. Admit, all the time. I'm curious. I'm curious about it. Yeah, we'll see I what mean, it can do. 
Yeah, I mean, I, but I'm not, I'm not looking again, at it like I'm that. not gonna go buy a PS3 like this year because it's just too much money. Like, Which is fine. Maybe next year. But I'm, I, 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 I definitely can see you pick one up. Like I said, yeah, like you said in about a year or so when you get your set, and, and it'll be cheaper. Want... And oh yeah, they'll have like some good bundles or and something. And it's totally, honestly, oh. like I, I can t fully admit when I first got it, I was like, fuck the 360 because I got Uncharted and I got Ratchet and Clank and Eye of Judgment, and then I was like, all right, I beat all those. Now it's just a Blu-ray player, which is awesome. Well, the thing for me is more like, uh, I know that in, like, the next couple years, like, during the, like, not the, like, after it's been out for a while and it's, like, the, like, middle of the life of the system, probably, is when they start cranking out, like, the Japanese games and translating them and bringing them over here the because RPGs, I love the RPGs. Oh, uh, what is it? I Tales do. of Vest... And they don't do that for Xbox. They, they there's do a lot a of them bit, coming out. Bit. Blue Dragon? Yeah. That was what? tight. Yeah. Uh, was it Tales of Ves Vesper Vesperia? There's a new RPG coming out that is completely cell shaded that looks cool. fucking insane. Like in the next few I months. I want more RPGs for the 360. I mean, that's just... Oh, no, no. Totally. No, I get it. Cause that, that's your big thing. Any uh, any opinions on Age of Conan? I haven't played it yet. You know, I don't know if I'm gonna. It, it doesn't look like my kind of... I don't give a fuck about it on the whole... Oh my god, if you want to battle, you actually have to press buttons. I'm like, D&D Online did the same thing, whatever. Uh, I did post a video on the forums, though, of the most epic griefing video I've ever seen. And it was Age of Conan. It was the best thing. So you can get people, horses. I've heard a lot of people love it, though. I've heard they a lot do, of people but I've also heard a lot of people that get to a certain point and they're like, nope, this is nothing but going from A to B, back to A, back to C, back to A, down to D, back to B, down to F. Same thing everything else. What do yeah. you fucking do? But the griefing video was hilarious. You can own horses. That's that kind of your mount, okay? You get a horse. Yeah. The video I saw, there was uh, an overpass, like on a mountain. So there was this little path, and then it's just this huge drop-off and like a lake. And there was a guy on a horse facing the wall, right? Just sitting there, just not moving. And people, players, were trying. The only way to get past was on this pass. As they walked by, he would press a button to make the horse kick. He would kick the people off into the ravine and kill them. <laughs> it's five minutes of he kicking everybody. And people were like, fuck, fuck this guy. They tried to jump. Nope. The horse would jump up and kick him off. And it was all set to Benny Hill music. And I'm That's like, hilarious. epic. I'm like, okay, you might not be able to punch a camel in this game, but I can fucking horse kick people off into a ravine. But otherwise, no. I'm waiting for Age of Warhammer. Well, or Warhammer Online or whatever it's called. I just want more realistic, like... You're not gonna get you know, that. MMO. You're not like, gonna get that. Wait, realistic, yeah. like as in like now, not like fantasy, like realistic. No, and fantasy, but just like the the way that combat works and stuff. Where you're it's not, just the like, closest you're gonna get to that is Age of Conan and D and D. I think at this point, like you're like so you're not just spamming buttons. Yeah. Age of, Age of Conan. And you, running you like super fast all the time, everywhere. <coughs> you're a masochist. Like, you want it to be like Ultimate Online, where if you die, you gotta fucking trek back naked to get your shit, huh? Like you want the you want penalty of Online. death. <laughs> yeah, well I know, and that's fine. I'm the same way. Like to the point where like if you die, be, so if you, you die, there's off. actually a penalty. Yeah, exactly. People don't want that. They're paying 15 bucks a month. They don't want to have to worry about that. That's the fucking problem. So I loaded with that. That's what you know immersed you in a game with shitty graphics like that, though. Is was that there like, was consequences? And that it created drama in the game between people, and that made it even more interesting. Where it's like, you know, someone kills you, and you're like, I'm gonna get my fucking guildmates, you know, and go back and. You know, fucking hunt them down, and they got their friends. It turns into a big fucking battle. No, and I fully agree with that because I remember when uh, Galaxies came out. Uh, I remember the first day that it actually was out, you know, public, and you could buy it. 
all of us, you know, all my old friends, we, we were like, fuck yeah, we are never going to see the real world again. Star Wars? Massive <laughs> online? <laughs> fuck everything else. I'm sorry, you know, fucking girl at the time. I'm going to be sucked in as Han Solo. I don't give a fucking shit. And we were playing, and it was like, it were like yeah, we're all bounty hunters and blah, blah, blah. And my buddy, I remember this, it was hilarious, and I still have screenshots somewhere. So you could be a, you could be a uh, was it a scout? There was one of the, it's been a long time they've changed so much. There was one class where you could build camps. And like you'd build like a, uh, like a, like a tent and a campfire, and then you would sit around and you would you know, regain your health and whatever. So we're all together, we just fought a bantha, and it was right in the beginning. We're like, yeah, we took that bitch down. It took us like a half an hour. <laughs> yeah. This game is awesome. Let's make a camp. My buddy, my buddy Brandon made this camp. And uh, at this point, I had a sweet jacket I looted, and I mean, and no, no stash, just looked cool, and I, I looked really cool, and I was like, I'm a badass, a con solo. Mm -hmm. And there was a lawn chair, essentially, in this camp. I sat down in it. As soon as I sat down in it, boom, instant spawn to coordinates zero, zero. Now, zero, zero on Tatooine was this fucking cave with this green smoke. I'm a level two noob, no gun, and I'm like, I'm by myself, we're all on vent speak, or team speak. And everybody's like, where'd he go? Where'd Rob go? Where'd he go? And I'm like, I'm at a cave, and there's green fog, and I don't know what's <laughs> happening. And they're all like, go in there, see what it is. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, scout, go scouting. Yeah, so basically, like, see what it is. This is crazy. So I walk into this cave, boom, fucking hit by squills, fucking just killed, respawned back at the thing. Now, at the time, I lost everything. So for two hours, all of us tried, tried to, get back there. to trek back. To get my coat of normal normalness that had nothing on there, and you know my little blaster, and yeah. and we got it, and I'm like yes. So let me go back, and then he makes a camp, and I'm like oh we can rest. I sit back down, <laughs> boom zero zero. I'm like fuck squill dead, and I'm like oh <laughs> that was the best time I ever had in that game. Yep, <clears throat> the best time. And then they nerfed the fucking shit like a like motherfucker. That, that was like so fun in Ultima too back in the yeah, day. Yeah, like, exactly. You'd be in a dungeon. And someone would teleport in, like, crazy high-level monsters. Yeah! Like, fucking... And there was a poison elemental where if it touched you once, you're fucking gone. That was you how... Know? There was a bug in WoW where there was a... There was a... There was an instance where there was a guy that would, like, put a disease on you. Yeah. And it would, like... And, like, if you touched someone went near someone, the disease would spread. Well, they found out if it diseased your pet, you could put your pet away. You could spawn back to Ironforge, bring your pet <laughs> out, and it would hit everybody. Everybody in the server died. <laughs> like, there was this huge post on Slashdot. It's the end of the world. It was. It was like, I am legend. It was like, I am legend. But it was like, I am World of Warcraft. It was, and shit like that, stuff that's not planned, yeah. like you said, is the best. Like, I know well, I'm they paying... would do stuff too, like, um, they would do, um, in Ultima back in the day, they'd have, like, other people who worked for Origin or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they would do events sometimes where yeah. Yeah. they would have, like, a bunch of pirates attack a city. And you're in the city, just at the bank, and all of a sudden there's a whole bunch of fucking pirates, and they would, like, have people behind them, actually, at a computer, like, playing these pirates. So they'd be, like, saying, like, you know, yo-ho and R, and, you know, they're pretty much just talking in character a little bit as they're, like, fighting you, and, like, that was just such fun stuff. And they try to do that in these games, but the problem is, like you said, in, in Ultima, they had like fully it was I mean in the beginning it was like fully PvP there was no a PvP only server no. it was like alright if someone kills you and you know rapes your corpse and steals your shit sorry be more careful yep. and while I can see that can get frustrating for somebody that works 40 hours a week and just wants to kind of escape yeah 
the, the people that bitched nerfed every game since. Because you, have, there, like, there you some... have the PvP areas, but it's like, okay, this one little square in this forest is PvP only. But in Ultima, where you could, like, walk out of the town, and then some ninja guy would be like, stab. Yep. What? I mean, while it might piss you off, you're like, I've got to make sure to, like, go out with people, protecting, make a exactly, guild. Exactly, yep. Get some people together. There was something to do. But in Galaxies, it Man, turned... And that was a fun part, too. Yeah. It's like, sometimes you'd run and you'd get away. Yeah, and exactly. And some dude who was, like, fucking way, way better than you. But you have, but you like, hiding skills. Exactly. You can run. It was like a real, it's like a real pen and paper type game. And it's game. like, the I kind mean... of thing where you're playing a game and your heart's, like, going bum, 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 because someone's, like, chasing you. And this is, like, fucking graphics from, like, 1997, we decided. That's yeah, that's like how it is with like the Resident Evil games. Like, yeah. the, like even if the graphics weren't the best, like realistic, it was, it was the, the atmosphere, yeah. the tension where you're like, "Oh my god, yep. I, got, I can't play anymore. I, 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 I gotta stop now because I'm too, I'm, it's too intense." And I missed that. And there were games. so many different ways to make your character too in that game because it was skill based, and they don't make skill based games anymore. They try to. Wants it. They try to, but it all like it like, like like for me with Galaxies. Galaxies had the best idea. Galaxies would have been had perfect. the best yeah. intentions. With the whole, you're not in a select class. If you want to be an awesome pistolier, you work on your pistols. If, and then at the same time, if you want to craft, you work on this. And then the thing was, people exploited it. And then there was no content at all. When I lived with Roger, you know Roger, when yeah. I lived with him. Oh. All him and Eric did, seriously, for months, was camp. Was camp. For months. For hours. Hours on end, camp this little night sister spot where all they did was just kill my pressing the same F1, F2, F5, F8 over and over and over. I had a problem and with those, over. Like, the combat thing. And that's or... not fun. That's not fucking fun. Give me some content. Yeah. Give me. A, and then they tried, it was too late. And then what did they do? Bring out the combat upgrade and the new experience where it's like, now anybody can be a Jedi. Back in the day, it was like, you want to be a Jedi? You got to accidentally get it. Mm -hmm. We don't know how it is. You need to find a holocron, and they'll tell you you need to be a master chef. Be master chef. Find another holocron. Now you got to now you got to be a master artisan. And it was seriously like if you became a the whole premise was that we may have on a on a server of thousands five Jedi. Yep. And that to me was like shit. If you want to put and the then time that guy in, gets to be like the celebrity of the server too. And that was and that, and that was such a cool thing. idea. Yeah. But then what happened? I want to be a Jedi! And then they released it as a class. So you start the yep. game up. Do you want to be a bounty hunter? No. Do you want to be Lando Clarissian? No. Do you want to be a Jedi? Yes. Yep. And also you're a Jedi. It made no sense because it was set in the time of the original flicks. Now set in Knights of the Old Republic, which, rumors have it, Bioware, the makers of such epic games as Baldur's sure, Gate. So if you start off as a Jedi, like... It doesn't make any sense either because if you were gonna start with Jedi, you'd be like super weak ass, like. And you were, you know. No, you were, but it was oh, also. You didn't start with like. No, no. Lightning. Nope, nope. Oh. You had. I mean, it was the same thing. You had to gain points, but it was yeah. set in the period of Vader and Solo and Chewbacca, and 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 that period you had what? You had you had Obi Wan, you had Yoda, you had Vader, the Emperor, and Luke, and then sort of Leia in yeah. the original movies, not expanded universe. But you only had like four of them. Now all of a sudden, every fucking new player is a goddamn Jedi in the Padawan robes. How the fuck is that immersion? It's not. Yeah, I have some they problems with the combat it. too. Because like I played before they did the combat like change, and uh, still like if you're like you know like a low level like training in like as a pistolier, which I think I was doing. Yeah. It's like you have like different pistol shots you can do. You put them on your, cool. your rapid F fire and piece. fan shot. Yeah, it was cool. Except that like when you're fighting another range character. 
You're just kind of sitting there watching them trade you shots. Know, you're, you're both prone. Yep. You're both lying on the ground, yep. trading shots, hitting like five keys over and over again. And then the armor. Everybody at one point, all, everybody had composite armor that was made a special thing, and that that you couldn't you couldn't dot people and. Fuck, we're turning into like a MMORPG podcast here for a bit. <laughs> but no, honestly, the thing was, is like this. That's my fault. I'm always doing that. No, and that's fine. I, I love talking about this because I don't talk about it enough with people. But I'm a huge fan of MMOs, and I just want that perfect one. It's never going to happen. You know, for me, Eve almost had it. It was the problem with Eve. Do you ever play Eve? Yeah, I, okay. there was some great shit about Eve, except but, that you're a spaceship. And the problem was that there was that. really no tutorial to speak of for the most part. It's like, here is this awesome all one yeah. world. Here's a game where if you want to level up, you can level, turn off your system, come back in a few days, and hey, you're leveled. It doesn't matter if you play for 24 hours, you play for two hours a week. It's, 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 it's that this skill takes five days, come back in five days, it's that. And the fact that it was all player-based, that people took this game and were like, I'm making a corporation, now I'm going to be a fucking bastard corporation, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to infiltrate other corporations and take them down, and it was epic as shit. Yeah, there but was it was so cool fucking hard to get into. Yeah. It was so boring. It was a huge learning curve. Oh my, the game. learning curve, it wasn't even a learning curve, it was like a learning fucking, you hit a brick wall with spikes head like first. Like a learning right angle. And hope to God you live. <laughs> But for me, like, going back to Galaxies, uh, I got into the beta, and I mean, for me, that was my first beta ever. And I was like, I mean, it was like the second coming of Christ. I'm like, <laughs> I got into the beta, oh my god. Yeah, the only beta I ever got into was Vanguard, lucky me. Fuck that beta, beta sucked. <laughs> but I got into Galaxies, and I was like, I got the discs in the mail, and I was like, oh my god. And I installed them, and I spent two days downloading 16 gigs of patches, and then I got crafted into it because of the buddy system. Me and Crash played for one day in the beta before it went live as head shit. Yeah. There was one day where it was me and him and like 15 other people and we all decided to go out into the world and we came across a Tusken Raider camp and we're like, okay, we stopped. Everybody's like, okay, what do we do? I'm going to go this way. We're going to flank right. And it was seriously epic. We're flanking them and oh my God, it's epic and people are dying and we're saving people and it was completely, I mean, it was completely different than the actual product. And then it was a bantha, and then there was a herd of banthas attacking us. And it was seriously a two and a half hour battle. So that's awesome. Two that's and a half I... hour battle. It wasn't even a mission. It wasn't even a mission. And, and me and Kraft were like, this is the best game ever. We bought the game, and within a span of a week, they put some code in that made that completely moot. It was like, what's the, what, what, what are the missions? This farmer has a problem with womp rats. Kill them. Here's a hundred credits. Come back to this terminal. This farmer has a problem with, you know, fucking something else. A bee that is fucking a space bee. Go kill the space bees. And they had no, there was no story. And six months passed, and then they released the stories. And by that time, you lost me. You had an, you know, fuck you, Sony. Every game that you touch, you fucking ruin. EverQuest 2, fucking Vanguard, Planetside, Star Wars Galaxies. They fuck everything because all they care about is the bottom fucking line. Speaking Money. of EverQuest, uh... For those of you who may kind of go back and forth between uh, MMOs, I have heard, I haven't actually checked it out yet, that uh, EverQuest 2, and possibly EverQuest 1, are free for the summer. Wait, right? no, I think that was for uh, that was for Legendary, if, you've, if, you already, if you already had an account. If you had a previous account, it's free. If you've ever had a previous account? Yes, I believe I've you had have. previous accounts. Yeah, I believe So for those of you who have had previous accounts, is, yeah. like me, you can go back and play for the summer. Yeah, it's maybe Which the summer or a month or two. I don't I know. I might do for EverQuest 2. EverQuest 2 sucked. 
I didn't They've like changed it. it a lot since then. Everything was shiny. It was like Vanguard. Everything I was know, shiny. Everything was shiny. But I heard that you can wear clothes over your armor now, and I oh love that. Oh my god. You hear that? You heard I it here first. Shit. You can wear clothes. I'm with you. That's I'm like, like I'm Ultima. Not, That's, I'm I don't not, want no, to look no, no, the no, same no. as the guy no, I'm in a party no, with. It no, I know. pisses me off. I'm not making fun of you because for me, for Galaxies... Oh, I, got, I love that about galaxies. That you could wear clothes and it had slots for shit, but then at one point it was like, if you're not wearing composite armor, you're not going to live. And then everybody was wearing this robotic, stupid fucking armor <laughs> that didn't fit into the galaxy's yeah. mythos at all. But for me, I have screenshots still where I had, I honestly, I had this, I had the Han Solo pants, the stripe. <laughs> yep. I had this sweet, I actually, had, I made a friend, uh, uh, I can't remember her name, but it was this chick in the game that all she did was make clothes and make items, and that's all she did. She sold stuff. I made friends with her one day, and she hooked me up with some of the coolest, for me, clothes. I looked different than everybody else. Could I fight someone else? No. Because why? I wasn't wearing composite armor. Fuck that. I'm all about that. That's why I like, that's why I liked, uh, what's it called? Uh, Lord of the Rings. Every MMO Lord of the Rings. should be like that. Lord of the Rings did that. What? Lord yep. of the Rings, you can wear clothes over your armor? Yep. It wasn't just armor. It wasn't like it, it was like you could wear different things, dude. I didn't look like everybody else. Now look at Final Fantasy XI. You could look at I could look at you in Final Fantasy XI and be like, he is level eight. Yep. He's level eight because he's wearing that. Fucking it's one of the two reasons I quit that game. I, I mean, I'm a total girl. It's like The Sims. Like I like dressing up. I like make. I like making my character different. Well, I that's like what made making, Ultima yeah. real for me. It was like you're at the bank, right? There's a whole bunch of people there. You don't look the same as everybody else because you have, like, your guild colors on. And that's another thing, too, is, like, stuff like that where you're in a guild and you can do stuff like, we're all going to wear this guild uniform. You can't do that shit if you don't, rings. can't, you know, well, have a, a uniform. Like, tabards, not really uniforms. They have, like, well, like fucking Ultima, though, you'd be like, everyone's wearing, like, you know, this piece dyed this color and then this and then But it this. actually did stuff to their stats. Right? Like, didn't, like, I mean, it wasn't like they were weak if they were wearing that. They could still... It didn't do anything. It was just something... It was just a guild thing. It'd be like, you know, we, well, we're going to go then. into Who town cares? today. So we're all going to, you know... So we can show our numbers and shit. So sometimes, like, oh, okay. a huge-ass guild yeah. would roll into town. Where, like, all these people wearing the exact same color. You'd be like, holy shit, that's a big fucking guild. And they all be, like, grandmasters. Just to show off. Oh, yeah. No, that's... But that's just shit that's, like, you know, that wasn't part of the game. That wasn't part of the mechanics. It was stuff people did in the game for fun that made it that much more like, real cohesive. and immersive. Yeah, yeah you know? no. That, that's how it was. Like, it was funny because... Uh, there was you, one day where you, I you... fucking took a bunch of fish that I, like, fished <laughs> all day, like, for a long time. I had a huge fucking backpack full of fish. I go out into, like, the middle of the town where there's all these picnic tables by the bank. And I'm just throwing fish on the picnic tables, like, all over the place. It was just covered with fish. And just kept yelling, like, fresh fish! <laughs> you know, and I, I thought that was, like, you know... Like young at the time, like but I thought that was hilarious. I'm laughing my ass off. Yeah, I'm so clever. You know, doing <laughs> doing stupid shit like that, like getting like a a treasure chest, to like doing like a greater trap on it, mm -hmm. going out into a noob dungeon, throwing it on the ground, being like, "What the fuck? This just spawned here." Someone opens it, and then boom, they die. Just hilarious stuff like that. Fun griefing. Yeah, fun griefing. I wouldn't take their shit or anything. I yeah. maybe even res them. Yeah, you know, but that's all. That, you know, and like for you, it's ultimate. That's why, like, for me, it was Galaxies. That was my first big one where I actually like spent EverQuest time. One also. Like, and, I spent a lot of time in. that. And I remember so. in Galaxies, we had our just like in uh, Studio Heroes, we played that too. We had our we had our uh, our guild THC, the Hardened Criminals, and uh, I was kind of I didn't play as much as, as some of the other guildmates because I was just like I have a life. Not to like talk smack, but I'm like I can't. I get bored. I my ADD kicks in. I have hardcore ADD where I'm like. I need something to do new. 
I'm constantly multitasking. I'm watching a movie. I'm playing a video game. I'm listening to music. I'm having sex. Like, it's all at once. And uh, people knew Roger and Piper by name in the game. Like, they were like, fuck those guys. Those guys are griefers. They were, I mean, on the forums, they were hated. And I'm like, that was the goal. My, my, my biggest goal when I heard about Galaxies was that you could be a bounty hunter. I'm like, I'm going to be like Boba Fett. I'm going to have a whole group of bounty hunters, and we're going to be feared. But then when I realized what you had to do to do that, it wasn't part of the game mechanics. Mm -hmm. It was, you were griefing, or you were fucking people over, but it, was, it wasn't it was fun for me. I'm like, this isn't fun. It's this is like, like a fucking you know, chore. Create a true sandbox and fix the exploits. Don't fix the mechanics. You know? like Perfect, that's perfect way to point that out. Exactly. No. Like, just because, like, uh, okay, it's like, it's like people on forums for those types of games. If people are bitching, that's not the... The majority of people are actually having fun playing the game. It's that small amount of people on the forums for a game like that that are bitching. Yep. And that's when they change the mechanics. That's when they take Creature Handler from Star Wars and they're like, we gotta nerf this. I'm like, it was hilarious because I think it was Piper who had like three Rancors. We'd be walking through town and he would be like, pets come out. And like all of a sudden three Rancors would be behind him. <laughs> and we're just walking in the cantina with yeah. him with three Rancors. Shit like that was cool. But then it was like, oh, uh, you can exploit that. We better take that out of the game. No. No. That's fucking fun. That's uh -huh. hilarious. Like add something that can counteract that. Yeah. So That's what beta's for. For me, it was like Galaxy's beta was so it, much better. You can always change it in a way where you can still do what you were doing, but it won't benefit you the way that it did. Exactly. And that's like they never do that. It always ends up being like, that's, well, in order to change this one exploit, we got to fix all this other shit. See, and, and one giant patch, we're gonna call it something, you know, like you know, the like the fucking combat change. You yeah. Know, like the new game experience for Galaxy. Yep, the new game experience, which is basically like, hey, you know, you fuckers have been paying for a year. Fuck you. We want yep. new people to come in. So a game fuck that all shouldn't you guys. need commercials then had commercials on TV being like, you want to be a Jedi? You could be. You want to be Lando Calrissian and drink Colt 45? You can be now. <laughs> yeah. They, that's my problem. That's why I loved Lord of the Rings so much for me. Because, I mean, I was a hardcore MMORPG guy. Like, you started a lot earlier than I did. And that's awesome. Like, I wish I did because I wish I played Ultima like you did. Because... That game was seriously the pinnacle. Mm -hmm. As many issues as it had, as kind of old school as it was, oh, yeah, yeah. the ideas that were there were awesome. And for me, WoW was like the one that honestly I was like, this game, I will never play another game ever. <laughs> and then it came to the point where it was like, it's time for raids. Now I need 40 people. Now I need to block off six hours of time. Now I got to do this. And then if I don't do this, everybody's going to die. That's not fucking fun. Lord of the Rings, I loved it because you could do five people and we could get some people and it was scaled and it was awesome and then the only reason I quit is because I got a job and then I couldn't put enough time into it. So I'm really hoping that the Warhammer game, because I pre-ordered that, because I'm going to try that out because okay. it was the original. Hey, if you're all into it, I'll check it out. Maybe yeah. I'll play. Yeah, I mean, because that's the whole fact that it's one persistent war. If my computer could handle it. It should. It doesn't look like it's going to be, it looks like it's going to be kind of like WoW, except not as cartoony. Yeah, that's good. Um, which I know you uh, we've talked about, but uh, I'm definitely going to be picking that up, so hopefully... Uh, Hopefully it's pretty sweet, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm not sure it's because I'm getting older and because I don't have much time, but I just can't put the MMORPG time in anymore. Oh, I can't either. No. I'd rather play Metal Gear, Grand Theft, some COD for an hour, and you know, even level. I got 500 XP on the level on COD. I'm awesome. Yeah. 
But for some of those games at a certain level, you got to put in two or three hours at a time to even do anything. Yeah. And you have to coordinate with all these people. So maybe that means I'm just not meant to play MMORPGs past I kind of wonder if that's 30. how it is for me now, too, because I just don't have the time to put into it. But I think if it was a true sandbox game like Ultima was, I could still play a couple hours and be that's why I'm really you know, like happy for, with it. For Fallout 3. <clears throat> using the it's like it's using the Oblivion engine and set. You ever played Fallout games? Tell me no. you played Fallout. Nope. Oh my lord! Really? Which is Fallout? A it's a RPG. A, oh, no, no, no. It's just an RPG. It was post-apocalyptic. What system? Uh, PC. It was PC. Okay, that's probably why I didn't play. It. Uh, you can if you go to GameTap.com <clears throat> and you sign up for them, which is an awesome fucking site, and they have sweet games. They're now free. Those games because GameTap is like you can play all these old games. You you know you download. Mm -hmm. It's kind of it's kind of like live arcade. You get these games, whatever. Fallout, Fallout Two is free uh, right now. Fucking epic. You ever play Diablo? You know what Diablo is? Yep. It's like that, but post-apocalyptic. We had some of the best writing and best story in an RPG game ever. For me, it's Fallout and Baldur's Gate 2. And actually kind of Neverwinter Nights. Like, all three of those. And Forgotten Realms. Kind of all the all the old non-3D RPG games for me. Because the writing is so dead on, and the mm -hmm. games are so awesome. It's totally single player. You, know, there's, you don't have to rely on anybody. Epic, and they're doing Fallout 3 with uh, the Oblivion engine. But, uh, Bethsaida's doing it. And there's like 250 different endings for the game. But instead of being like an RPG with sword and sorcery, post-apocalyptic, guns, shotguns, zombies, fucking radioactive cool, I mean, As much as I like sword and sorcery, it's just I been I hate sword and sorcery. I, I like it. But oh, even I, though I like it. It's so played it's, out. Yeah, it's so played out. It's been done to death. And it's never like going to be done the way that I want it to. Fallout so. kind of reminds me of Shadowrun. Except the future's a wasteland and not like a sprawling metropolis, essentially. But yeah, yeah. Fallout 3, look into that guy. It's okay. coming for the 360. Cool. And I'll be definitely, I'm I already pre-ordered on Amazon for like a 150 bucks. It, this is the collector's edition. You get like a fucking clock. and a, I mean, it's, it's crazy shit. And I, I love that fucking game. Ron Perlman's the unhit and epic. It's fucking the shit. But uh, yeah, so Fallout 3, you need to check that out. I can't believe you didn't play Fallout. Uh, you might need to check out... Uh, Smith Morant and uh, see if you can check out uh, Fallout. It honestly is like a 200 meg game, like an old yeah. piece. Any PC can play it. Uh, but yeah, point and click and you know items. You're fighting giant ants because they're radioactive and it's like morality choices. Like yeah, it, really fucking cool. Really fucking cool. You come from a vault of people and you have to go out to get water. And really fucking sweet game. Fallout 3 is coming out, cool. so uh, hopefully you can check that out. Uh, we'll be right back after these quick commercial breaks. <laughs> And we're back after that short commercial break. Just want to give a shout out to apparently I found out the Foot Fist Way is playing in theaters. I haven't seen any commercials on television. I haven't either. I, hadn't, I knew nothing about it until I've you been, uh, yeah, I've been, the... been hearing about this forever and then we yeah. just uh, happened to look at the theater times and it's playing on uh, four times tomorrow. So I'm going to go be seeing this. Check it out. Danny McBride, the Foot Fist Away, the sleeper hits of the summer. Once again, I'm going to call it now. I'm from the Midwest. So fuck you, Hollywood types. I know about this movie first. That's what I'm saying. And now, our segment. Who is your daddy, and what does he do? Where we answer questions from the board. And we have our first question here now. Oh, jeez, Bobby. And that was the mother from Bobby's World, who is standing in for Leslie today. The first question is... 
first question is from Corey. Is there any movie that you've seen that ha has a car or truck that you would give your left nut for? Good question. My left nut, not many. My right nut, which is the shriveled one, yes. I would give it up for either the, the, the DeLorean from Back to the Future. I would totally give my right testicle for that. Uh, a, I could go back in time. Yeah, that, that's a big selling point. Oh, totally. Uh, B, I could. I, I would be like Marty, and I would go uh, make lots of money of going back in time. I wouldn't be like Doc You're for... You're with the uh, flying DeLorean, right? You know, at this point, I don't care. I just want to go back in time and pick up a sports uh, almanac where I can make millions of dollars. And uh, sorry, Doc Brown. Fuck the science. I'm in it for the money. <laughs> so I say the DeLorean and or the car from Supernatural. Uh, is it a Dodge Charger? Is that what it is, right? The Charger... I believe it's a Dodge Charger. I am not a car guy. I am a complete moron when it comes to cars. I have a car that gets me from point A to point B. That is it. Uh, but the DeLorean and the car from Supernatural. Uh, CJ, how about you? Any car you would give your left nut for? Uh, maybe the car from the Wraith that was powered by lightning and souls. God, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> Once again, if you didn't say that, I would doubt your, uh, your awesomeness. Perfect fucking answer. That, that was I, pretty that was pretty sweet. I was going to say that but I'm like, "Oh, I hope CJ says that." <laughs> so you'd be like Charlie Sheen then essentially. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, Anything uh, else? I Any other cars like the, out there? The gadget mobile? From wait, from the cartoon or from the uh, weak ass Matthew Broderick? No, from the movie? cartoon. Okay, good. You don't want like the uh, the talking CG. No, no, no. I'm a robot, Mer Matthew well, Broderick. I want, I want a real Bueller. life version of the uh, the cartoon. The gadget mobile. Yeah, or the turtle van. That'd be pretty sweet. Fuck, dude. Shit, I didn't think about cartoons. The turtle van would be the shit. Turtle van would be the shit. Or any of the cars from Mask. Yeah. Or even some of the some of the flying machines from GI Joe. I think. Yeah. Oh, actually, I would love fuck a car. I want Battle Cat. <laughs> I want Chanandler Bong to be like all meek and like Mer, and then I'm like by the power of Grayskull, and then he grows like 15 fucking times bigger, and he has like a mask on, and he all like growls, and he can jump long distances. So uh, yeah, Battle Cat, the DeLorean. Uh, oh, the, the 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 Jetsons vehicle is a good one because it can go into the sides of a briefcase, and it can be like giant Jawa tank. The what tank? The giant Jawa tank. Okay, it's not a tank. It's called the Sandcrawler. It's called Sandcrawler? You son of a bitch. We're a nerd podcast, and you just called the Sandcrawler the giant Jawa tank. It's not a tank. <laughs> it doesn't shoot, doesn't shoot mortars. Come on, man. I uh, I didn't know there was a name for it. Oh, I didn't have the toy or anything. That's why you know it, right? Yeah. No, because I'm no. a Star Wars fan, and they don't. Yeah. They, it's not like I'm Luke. I'm a fan, but I'm not like no, a you're not. fan. You are a liar. It's not like it's not like Luke was like. Hey, Uncle Owen, I'm going to go up to the Giants Jawa tank and go buy some droids. Come on. Did they say Sandcrawler? Oh, they said it somewhere in there, I believe. <laughs> or maybe it was from, because I'm from a From a book or, or from... Or a video game or yeah, some Yeah, video game or... Yeah. All right. Next question. <laughs> I want to point out you can get the car from the Flintstones and save a lot of money on gas. In this day and age and economy, fuck yes. Uh, but at the same point, I'd have to use my legs. Oh, shit, I got some great news. Yes. I just saved a lot of money on my car insurance. <laughs> by switching to Geico. <laughs> Next question. Also from Corey, any actors or actresses that you hated when they first became famous and now they have grown on you? Uh, right off the bat, I'm going to go for it. Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, I remember yeah, seeing him uh, in Growing Pains and was like, who's this fucking kid? Uh, I then saw him in uh, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. And I was like, holy shit, this kid can... He has got some, he has some acting chops. Uh, and then I do remember 
that he was being, uh, you know, and, and this is this is now. This isn't at the time, but I remember. Uh, well, actually, at the, at the time, he was being banded about for being Anakin Skywalker, and I'm like, really? The kid from Titanic. Ah, fuck Titanic. Titanic is a girls' movie. Before I watched it, I love yeah. Titanic. Whatever. Uh, now I kind of wish uh, Leonardo was Anakin, because uh, Hayden Christensen sucked balls. Uh, I, th- I see Leonardo DiCaprio for me, because I honestly, coming off growing pains, I- he's awesome. That mother, I mean, even The Beach, which was kind of a misstep, he was good in it. Blood Diamond, I mean, he's in a lot of good movies, and uh, yeah. uh, I see Leonardo for me. Anything for you? Can that's you, a good uh, one, but I can't even fucking think of one. That's I mean, that's like, really, uh, that's a yeah, tough question. That's, a tough that's from question. That's from Corey? Mm-hmm. Corey, good head, fucking question. I cannot think of one. I mean, DiCaprio would be a good one, but... I don't remember like watching Growing Pains and being like, "Fuck that kid, fuck DiCaprio." <laughs> He's no Kirk Cameron. What do you think? You're homeless now. Look at me, you're homeless. Ooh. I'm so high, Gilbert. <laughs> Gilbert. Uh, so, are you gonna agree with me that Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, because yeah, you can't definitely. think. Of, once again, we don't read the questions beforehand. Uh, Basketball Diaries is a great movie. You know, honestly, him and Mark, Mark Wahlberg was in that, and uh, I remember Mark just sucking in that movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think it might have been one of his first first film roles, and maybe. I like Mark Wahlberg. I think oh, no. Good. I mean, Italian yeah. Job, uh, lots of other Good Vibrations uh, I wish video. I the twist <laughs> at the end of The Happening was that the, it was like the funky bunch were behind. Like, the whole fucking thing. They were thing. pissed off that he sold out. <laughs> Good vibrations now. Kill yourself now. <laughs> that have been fucking, fucking epic. But uh, I'm, I'm definitely thinking... I'm definitely thinking Leonardo DiCaprio. I really can't think of another one where I'm I like... I hate him. Now I love him. I'm sure there's Well, you know, honestly, instance, Marky, Marky know. Mark could have been it, too. Or even... You know what? Another one. Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. New Kid in the Block. Sixth Sense. Kind of a small role. And then, you know, he was in the Saw movies. Whatever. But, uh... The, the, the bit parts that he, you know, Ransom, uh, the bit parts he's been in, you know, he's he's not as good as Mark. Maybe it's because he didn't have the good roles or the good writing, but, uh, you know, Donnie Wahlberg, if they were telling me, hey, Jordan Knight's in the new uh, in the new movie, I'd be like, yeah, really? Okay. Fuck, fuck, fuck him. But <laughs> Donnie, I can see Donnie, Mark, and Leo, I think, would be my answers. Uh, does that sound good for now? What opposite? Any, uh, anybody who you... Uh, who I love now hate? Yeah. Um... Shit, I was just talking Maybe about Schwarzenegger. that. I don't hate him. I mean, I wish he didn't become the governor because I mean, the last movie we got from him was what the sixth day. Was it the last? Yeah, I think so. And I didn't hate that movie. I like the idea. Actually, I didn't hate it either. I yeah, like the idea, but I didn't think he was that great in it. Yeah. Um, shit, that's it. Samuel Jackson, maybe the last couple of choices he's made has been you know mm. snakes on the plane, jumper. I know you have to make your money, guy, but really coming from like Jackie Brown and Pulp Fiction and I mean even him as Mace Windu I think was a kind of a bad choice because the whole time I'm like that's not a Jedi that's fucking that's Jules from Pulp Fiction yeah um I like him when he shows up but I don't know De Niro doing comedy De Niro perfect 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 example Uh, taxi driver meet the parents yeah you kind of want your paycheck. Analyze I get this, that. Analyze that. Fucking hate those. Fuck movies. you, Billy Crystal. Suck a cop. Robin Williams <sighs> used to be great. Robin Williams used to be great as well, and now he's on all these. Sm- Steve Martin. And he Steve? recycles the same material. Yes. Steve Martin. She Chevy a dozen. Chevy. <laughs> Shit. All the good comedic <laughs> actors from the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you guys now. I know. I granted. I know you need your your paychecks, but really. Oh, people! I thought that were well. Actually, I. Uh, the fuck! I can't think of his name. Never mind. Oh, what movie? Name a movie. I mean, oh, yeah, Weird Science. Anthony Michael Hall? Yeah. He's in the new Batman movie. He's really? in the Dark Knight. Yeah, I just saw... Um, 
uh, on the board and on YouTube. You can post it. He's playing kind of like a uh, Bill O'Reilly type character in the media called Gotham Tonight or something, where he's kind of like a journalist. Huh. Uh, I'm not sure if he's in the movie. I can see him as like Mr. Freeze. Oh God! <laughs> Ice to see you. <laughs> Next question. Next few questions are from Nerdius. Do you think HD downloads are the future? Why or why not? And do you think it could possibly be Blu-ray's next opponent? And while we are on the subject, do you think the right format won? Well, listen, okay. I'm going to go out on a limb here. All right. Okay, so he's going I'm on a limb. Say he's on a limb. My predictions for the future. What I think is really going to be big in the future yes. is computers. You know, I, I've kind of heard that. Um, I'm not sure yet. Uh, yeah. But I, I do think you computers... You heard about these things? They're you know, I, 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 they're like TVs, crazy. but they're not. Crazy. You can input your own data. It's I don't like get it. It's like a word processor, but more. Yeah, I don't get it. The This whole internet thing? Yeah. You know I don't know if I trust it, though. I'm going to keep my word processor. You I know, think I'm I really going to keep my Tandy yeah. over here, I think, for a bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe my Atari. I think I'll, I'll keep that. Uh, but a serious question, HD downloads. You know... Honestly, fucking bring it. If A, they can fix the DRM issues, I hate this shit off Xbox Live. I spend four bucks to rent a movie. Okay, that makes sense. You go to Blockbuster, spend four bucks. As soon as you play it, you have 24 hours to watch it. Okay, I rented it at Blockbuster. Um, give or take, depending on my plan, I can keep it for a day or two. Uh, and then hard drive space. Uh, you're looking at a 720p movie, takes up five gigs. Okay. Fuck you, Xbox. You gave me 20 gigs of hard drive. Uh, I'm not buying the Elite. I'm not going to spend $200 on a 120-gig hard drive when I can go to Best Buy, um, which is most expensive, obviously, if you're not going to go on online, and buy a fucking terabyte uh, hard drive for 300 bucks. So uh, until they can figure out the bandwidth issues, the streaming issues, the storage issues, I'm saying fuck you, HD. Uh, well, I, I want know a physical there's copy. There's a certain cable company, uh, Schlomcast, that... Uh, is throttling? Yeah, they net neutrality. Woo. Well, they yeah. Well, they're compressing their HD shit. Oh yeah, the HD is not even true HD. Yeah. Because they want to fit more channels on there. So yeah, thanks for the HD. Yeah, thank you for the uh, six forty uh, upscale. DVD, it looks like way way better. Yeah. No, honestly, uh, HD uh, downloads. Well, yes, Nerdius, I would love for that to be the future, and I do think at some point that will be. Um, at this point, until they get the digital rights management worked out, and do I own this? Am I renting this? Can I watch this on a different system? Fuck off. Uh, yeah. I'd much rather spend 30 bucks, buy a Blu-ray title that I own. I like I having have. a physical copy. You know, and that's there part of it, too. There has to be a physical copy for me. Because, I mean, hard drives die, you know. And that's the other thing, too, is like... Unless uh, you can uh, guarantee uh, storage uh, for me somehow. What like, was it? Case in point, like patches. Let's just say a patch. You, you buy a game. Uh, in my case, for me, my biggest uh, the biggest thing for me was Battlefield 2. I bought the game. I loved the game. Uh, one of the patches was like 800 megs. Okay, not a big deal in this day and age. 800 megs that should go pretty quick, honestly, an hour or two. Uh, trying to get that patch, honestly, it would take me a day or two, depending on if people are downloading it, uploading it, whatever. Uh, so if I wanted, to, if I wanted to out of the blue play this game, I'd have to re-download it, redo all this. You know, if I want spur of the moment, I got to spend, I got to plan a day ahead in advance. Yep. Fuck that. Give me a disc, pop it in, play the shit. Uh, I know Microsoft's pushing it. HD died. Fan fucking tastic. Uh, at the time, HD Blu-ray. You know, I hated Sony at the time, but, you know, Blu-ray won out. Uh, I hate the fact that the 30 bucks a movie. Uh, it's very limited, my Blu-ray buying. Uh, yeah. I rent them a lot from, from Netflix, but, uh, you know, if they can, you know, and once the market's saturated enough uh, and Blu-ray becomes the new DVD, you know, 20 bucks a movie for new release, fucking bring it. Yep. Uh, the audio, the video, fan-fucking-tastic. So, at this point, I'm sticking with Blu-ray. Uh, I'm glad it won. 
Uh, and I feel sorry for all you early adopters who now have paperweights. I concur. Next question. Also from Nerdius, what is your most treasured video game in your collection? What about movie? Other than Rob's obsession for, obsession for XCOM, what game is your holy grail? In other words, what game do you wish you had and would go to far lengths to get? Uh, I kind of have a feeling what CJ's is going to be. Uh, for me, my holy grail of, uh, of DVDs, you know, at this point, there really is no holy grail of DVDs because you can always go out and rebuy it, I would say. Um, my favorite DVD... Uh, if I want to be honest, and that gets the most play out of me, uh, Hackers. Uh, it's not the best transfer, uh, not the best movie, um, but that movie has gotten more play out of any of my DVDs ever, and, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, how about you? I mean, your holy grail of DVD. Like, what's the DVD that if you sold all of your other DVDs, what would you keep? And actually, if it's that question, I think I would actually keep my... element? I just actually bought that on Blu-ray, so, yeah. yeah. It's not one of those great movies you can keep on, but that's, that's a hard question because DVDs aren't archaic. It's not like it's like the LP. Like, what record is your holy grail? In my yeah. case, it, and, and I'm not a huge fan, but uh, and I've said this before, but the White Album. I own the original pressing of the White Album, the actual Green Apple logo that you could only get from like a mail-in my mom got. Uh, she gave that to me. I do own it. Uh, that is my holy grail of uh, LPs. But for DVDs, you can always eBay it. You can always buy it. I mean, even out-of-print DVDs are not that hard to come by at this point. I've got Pink Floyd The Wall on vinyl. The original? Mm. Nice. Pretty badass. Mm -hmm. Now for video games, uh, you named it, you named it, you named it, you named it uh, Nerdius. Uh, for me, I'm still on the fucking lookout for XCOM, UFO Defense for the original PlayStation. I have it for the PC. Uh, it's kind of hit or miss, depending, because it was made for MS-DOS, and now I have to do a com compatibility mode or, you know, DOS box. Uh, and I know the PS1 version is inferior. But I would give, I'd give my left nut, not my right nut, my left nut for XCOM on uh, on PS1. I have lost at, at the moment uh, over nine auctions for it because I refuse to spend sixty dollars on a on a PS1 game. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I mean, and I'm a nerd. I'm a, I'm a video game nerd. But even to me, that's a lot of money for a game that I have nostalgia about. For the PS1, uh, it was slower. It ran kind of shitty. But I would love to play it on the TV. But uh, for you, I kind of have an idea what you might say is your holy grail of video games. What do you think that is for you? Uh, it's hard to say, I mean, because if I could go back in time and I'm play Ultima look. from, you know, the time when I, like, loved it. Really? However, not the it one doesn't I was exist thinking. anymore. Exactly. So, what was the one? something that actually exists that I could keep forever would be yep. Final Fantasy Tactics. Really? That was not the one I was Shining thinking Force of. Force 2? Yes. The thing with Shining Force 2 is that the graphics don't hold up the same way that Tactics does. Okay. And some of the gameplay stuff because it's like tactic light. So as if far you could as the find actual gameplay goes, so if, it's if, far too easy. It's if, really really easy. If you could find a um, a fan based server that ran the original first year or two of Ultima Online, like you would be in fucking heaven. Yeah, I'd like totally if you could find it. a f like you know even if you had to pay money for it a month, if it was the original how you remember it as a kid, that's your holy grail. Even better if I could have some kind of like controller set up for like the Xbox, but yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, going back and playing mouse and keyboard sucks. Yeah, I know how that goes. All right, good answer. Next question. Next question is from Big Brother. If you could go back in time to when you were a zygote in your mother's womb, would you emit brainwaves to control her mind and force her to watch crucial films that were released before you were born? 
Um, the thing for me is, is my mom and uh, and dad both watched, uh, as far as I know, most of the films that I grew up to uh, to love. Like I said, my first memory was watching Alien uh, on VHS. Uh, they both uh, one of their first dates was Empire Strikes Back, like uh, Homer and Marge Simpson, uh, essentially. Uh, I would love if I could uh, control my mom through the uh, uh, through the uh, as being a fetus uh, and have them go watch Dawn of the Dead, um, but that's not their type of film. That's really. the thing is like you don't know that if uh, if that happened and your parents are all about all the stuff that you like now. From if you that would time, like it, if you would be like like you know totally against it because you would rebel. Like, your parents liked it and like I don't like shit my parents liked. I can see so. CJ if like your parents loved zombie movies and like. ICP, you would grow up to hate zombie movies and love Billy I'd Ray Cyrus. I'd be like listening to Dave Matthews and fucking oh. like watching uh, Varsity Blues over and over again and like playing football. And... I would love to see you as Billy uh, Billy Bob. <laughs> I got a concussion. Next question. I don't feel so good, Coach. Also from Big Brother, uh, in the Return of the Jedi, after Leia choked Jabba the Hutt to death, did you by any chance think that George Lucas has some type of asphyxiation? I can't even say it. Asphyxiation. Thank you. Fetish. Um, you know, if you look at it, a lot of the uh, Jedi powers involved crushing the trachea, <laughs> and then you had Princess Leia, who I have above my computer in her gold bikini, and who is the pinnacle of hotness for me, even though now she is ridiculously um, old looking and just gross. And like, just like crotchety old, bitter. like bitter, yeah. and doesn't like Star Wars and doesn't want to be associated with it. Unlike Mark Hamill, who's like, I was Luke! <laughs> Come I to my convention. I hated her on uh, that... Don't even say 30 Rock. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, I loved her on 30 Rock. reality show for filmmakers. Oh, yeah. The she one that one the the Brett Ratner set up. And I'm yeah, like, really? Brett Ratner's picking the next best director? Yeah. You made Rush Hour, you dumb fuck. And whenever she would review one of the films, if it was at all had, like, swearing and stuff, she'd be like, I kind of object, object to the violence or the swearing or all that stuff. I'm like, what? I'm like, bitch, you grew up in one of the most fucking... I'm like, she grew up in one of the most fucked up homes ever and wrote a movie and a book, Postcard from the Edge, about it. So you got nothing to say. Uh, does he have an asphy asphyxiation fetish? Uh, I'd say no. I'd say he has a bad directing fetish. Uh, <laughs> after TH THX 1138, George, step the fuck away. Write, produce, invest in technology. You cannot direct. The only reason that Star Wars was so awesome was that you had a shitload of other people going, George, maybe you want to do this. It's exactly okay. like that Simpsons episode with uh, George Lucas. Exactly. He's where he's just, like totally like has no touch with reality. He's just, become a caricature at this point. Everyone loves me, and they love the new stuff. Yeah. They he's love the CG. He's become a character. So uh, asphyxiation fetish, no. Bad director, yes. Next question. From Big Brother, have you ever given yourself a stranger? Now, for those of uh, for those of you out there who not know what the stranger is, I have I learned about this awesome technique from the sweet remake Gone in 60 Seconds, where James Khan's son Scott Khan talked about the stranger. The stranger is when you sit on your hand until it becomes numb. You know, you have the the pins and needles feeling, so you can't feel it because it's basically quote unquote falling asleep, and then you rub one out, so it feels like someone else is touching your cock. Uh, have I done that? Yes. <laughs> I have. I, I have I have tried that. Um, is it awesome? No. I have no control over my hand. So it's like a, it's like the worst sloppiest hand job I've ever had. <laughs> I may as well have gotten one off a fucking chick with a stump for a hand. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, I prefer my sweet technique of over the top, like Sylvester Stallone. 
where I take the head of my penis, put my three fingers over it, and rub one out. That's just me. How about oh, you, CJ? That's way more information than I ever wanted from you. Thanks for these questions. Who is that from? That's from but, Big uh, thanks, Brother. Thanks, Big B. Big B? Uh, so, I don't know where I heard it from first. It wasn't gone in 60 seconds. I think it was just, like, probably some comedy or maybe Loveline back in the day. Possibly. Learned I heard a lot of stuff, of stuff from Loveline. Loveline, yeah. Uh, but, no, uh, I really, really hate when any part of me falls asleep and that pins and needles thing. I hate it, hate it, hate it so much. The pins at all. Oh, it's even thinking about it. Just no, no, no good. So that never was something I was gonna try. Gonna go and try. No, no I, I hate the falling asleep. The pins thing. and needles. It yeah, just reminds I me hate of PC- having to walk on my foot when it's all fucking pins and needles. Oh. Pins and needles. PCU. Remember PCU. Uh, pins and needles. Pins and needles. Pins and needles. That's how I'm like. That's yeah. how I'm like. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Next question. Okay, last one from Big Brother. Is it just me, or is Johnny Depp one of the best actors of his generation? You know, honestly, if you were to tell me back in the day that the guy from 21 Jump Street would be able, would be as versatile... and well, I'd be like, fuck yeah, Richard Rico is versatile. Oh, the Richard Rico, <laughs> Skeet Ulrich, the wannabe Johnny Depps of that generation. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, no, so honestly... So if looks could kill great movie we've talked about that awesome <laughs> Linda Hunt is awesome in that flick uh, the necklace whip yep I'd have to say though no honestly I, I ha- I'd have no clue that he'd be the best uh, he is pretty much awesome in any movie even movies that suck like From Hell I enjoyed him in Sleepy Hollow I enjoyed him in uh, Sleepy Hollow's not a bad movie you know, it's not. It's too long and kind Hawkins of. in it. Dual yeah, building. but it's but it's kind of dual it's kind of uh, indulgence. Like it's just if if they would have trimmed maybe a half an hour from that flick, to me it's too long. It gets boring. It, yeah, a little bit long. That's the but problem. Still good. It's not okay. bad. I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but uh, a Tim Burton movie. Yeah, but Tim Burton kind of yeah we yeah. I'm not a huge fan anymore at this point. He just no. he he rests on his laurels. It's kind of like he's like at this point he's Kevin Smith. He just he knows what works for him, and it's always dark and daddy. Like his cure hairstyle. Yeah, and daddy. And, and every movie, every movie has daddy issues in them. And mm. I mean, look at Willy Wonka. What he did to that, like yeah, I'd you know, much rather watch the original Willy Wonka. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder for the ass. fucking win. Next question. Next question is from Nathan. Why is American Idol still on? Uh, America's. Stupid. I was gonna say America's a bunch of fucking morons. Uh, America loves reality TV. Uh, well, CJ loves reality TV. Don't even be lying. I Not do. American Idol, I do. but you are. You, we have talked many of times of your love for reality television. It's not like I have a passion for it. I just get sucked into it. I know, and I'm not saying I don't. Like we many, watch, many people. No, and we watch but, I mean, the things intros like to American, American Idol, Idol, where you know, like you're not watching it because it's bad. Like it, you know that it's totally fixed and it's totally fake. And we watch it for the intros, for the for the for the uh, audition. That's oh yeah, it. yeah, totally. Just like, but even that's so also you can dance, you know, all of that. I watch yeah. it like Last Comic Standing. Yeah, I watch it for no. the horrible people that think. And, and and when it first came out, it was people that thought they could sing, and now it's like I want to be on TV. I know I can't sing. I will dress up like a whore. So hopefully some yeah. casting agent will fucking. You know, give me the 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 lead role in Midget Gangbang Three. Uh, so yeah, fuck reality TV, fuck American Idol. Uh, America's fucking a bunch of retards. Except I do want to see reality TV the way it used to be. Back in the day. Back in the day, like Real World season one and two, we talked about and that. And three. But let's, three let's is bring the, it back. Three, three, yeah, and three. three. Puck. That San Francisco. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Reality one, two, and three. Next question. 
From Nerdius, if you could have any mythical creature or fictional animal, what would it be? If you could have any or you could be any? Have any. If I could have any, uh, unicorn. Uh, before they became trendy, and now it's all about unicorns and it's funny and myrrh, but for me, unicorn, when I was a kid, was like the pinnacle. Like, holy shit, it's a horse with the horn. And then Harry Potter came out and said that Voldemort drinks the blood of unicorns. <laughs> uh, but yeah, unicorn or a griffin? Because, fuck, it's a flying lion. Why would you not want that? I know, that's that's a huff. That's, a huff? That's a huff choice. <laughs> that's a, that is a huff choice. That's a tough choice. Um... You should know this. You're in Ultima and EverQuest and D&D. There's got to be some. The Beholder. <laughs> CJ would want the Beholder. That would um, freak me the fuck out. I'm mean, having a Beholder like Chenandler's the Beholder. He's got a Beholder <laughs> flying around my fucking apartment. Its eyes, all of its eyes are looking at me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, Falcor. Falcor. From Neverending Story. Oh, the flying dog thing? Is the that giant what, flying dog. I grabbed his back. Okay. Yeah, we had a conversation where I was I hate the every new story. I want some kind of flying From Corey, why is it that CJ has under a hundred posts on the forum yet has so much to say on the podcast? He is a man of many words. He does not type fast, he talks better, and he comes across a lot sexier, I think, on the podcast. What do you think? Uh, I have a short attention span for reading on the board. We've talked about that. You're just you're not a forum guy. I'm not a forum guy. I at try. All. I yeah. try as much as I can. The great thing about you, though, and I, I've realized this, is that when you do post, you come out with like nuggets of wisdom, like that uh, the, the Australian picture you had, where uh, I don't remember what it was, but it was like be Australian or vote Australian. You remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, that picture. Yeah. yeah, and you got like a bunch of rep for that and shit. Uh, Whereas I just spout random bullshit and occasionally have a nugget. When CJ talks, you want to fucking listen. So he has under 100 posts because A, he has a life. B, he can't do it like I do at work. And C, when he talks, you listen. He's fucking Obi-Wan. Next question. Next one is from Nerdius. What makes a gamer hardcore? Uh, one that doesn't hide that he games? I mean, what makes a hardcore gamer? Uh, I mean, it's not something that waits in line, I guess, because anybody... Like, I saw some dude up in line for GameStop. You could tell he was for his kid. I mean, shit. I'd say one that's not ashamed that he games. I guess, yeah. I mean, one that's like, yeah, I play video games, and I'm a productive member of society, and I think that's about it. So, I mean, shit. What makes a gamer hardcore? I mean, there's two types of gamers. You got the hardcore ones that nitpick everything. Like, if I was to talk bad about Shining Force 2, about, I don't even, even know, but some character, and somebody was like, No! That character had elf ears, and it was purple! That's hardcore, but I'm also hardcore because I've play, been playing games since I was five. I don't really know, I guess. Are you yeah. hardcore? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I was at one point. I think it's harder Is to it? be hardcore when you get older and you have more responsibility. But That's kind of, yeah. Uh, I kind of wish I was like uh, junior high age at this point with these video games. Mm-hmm. Like, could you imagine being like a junior high? Much time oh my god! Yeah. Seriously, dude. Right now, if we didn't have to work and like we just had all summer to like do nothing, like I think that'd be kind of hardcore. But I don't know. At this point, if you play games, you enjoy it. You're not ashamed of what you do. You're hardcore. Last question. What are your nicknames, and were they given to you or self-appointed? Do you have any nicknames? Do you have I don't any think so, like no. your brother? Does your brother call you any like uh, from childhood? Do you have anything like that or old friends in high school or junior high that used to be like instead I of saying really, hey CJ they're like hey uh, Magnum 
It's always just been Iceman. <laughs> it's always just been uh, CJ. Yeah. Uh, I had lots of nicknames in high school. Blob. It's called Blob by my buddy Adam Blobbert. Uh, I think that's about it, really. Though I don't really have many nicknames. I mean, I was never in the military. If I was in the military, I'd have a pretty sweet nickname, probably. Buff is my nickname now. That's how a lot of people from the boards that don't listen to the podcast know me. Uh, I am Buff. I am the head cheese. Uh, it's harder to be like, hey, Dr. Zombie PhD. Like, it doesn't yeah. really flow off the tongue. No. Uh, but it is funny when uh, CJ is playing with us and they're like, you're a doctor? I've heard lots of people like, and you're a zombie? And like, they just go on and on about him. And like, obviously, when you play online with us, you, you're more of the uh, uh, talk silent and carry a big stick Teddy Roosevelt style where... <laughs> You don't really say much, but you uh, you rock it on out with your MP3 or MP4. MP3. You rock it on out with your MP3, <laughs> with your MP4, your AK. But uh, I don't know. Do I really call you? I don't call you any nickname. You're CJ. Siege. Yeah. Siege. Siege, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah. That's about it. Yeah, that's yeah. about it. Uh, and those were the last of the questions from the boards. We have finally answered eight pages worth of questions. Oh, there's more questions? Yeah. Hum- we have more questions for the next podcast, uh, but for now, I think that's it. Uh, if CJ had a nickname, I would call him Maverick. I might be Iceman. And for the podcast, I'm Rob Hughes. CJ, have a week. <laughs>